Hello and welcome to the Holofers Show, a place where like-minded individuals gather to discuss the good, the bad, and the weirder side of Malifaux. Please bear in mind that we're all grown-ups here, so there may be some language not suitable for the more delicate of listeners, and all opinions expressed are those of the individuals involved. Now grab yourself a lovely tipple and a light snack, sit back, relax, and let the Holofers Show commence. Hello and welcome to the Harlefoe Show, the podcast dedicated to the lighter side of Malifaux, where we take one of our favourite masters and talk you into trying to play them. Uh, today I'm joined by Courtney. Hello! And Tom's had COVID recently, so he might sound a little bit different, so say hi Tom. Hi. And uh, we're going to talk about one of Tom's favourite masters, Tony Ironsides. So Tom, tell us why we should play Tony. <laughs> <laughs> God, we got to keep this going. Come on, Tom. <laughs> it's, it's really tough. Yeah, come on, Tom. You can do it, mate. <laughs> All right. Right, so, replace so, that normal Tom. If we replace so, that normal Tom, this is a new one. All right. new Tom. Tom 2.0. Better Tom. <laughs> I've been improved. Yeah. Oh, definitely, mate. He actually came down with reverse code. I just turned into a better person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dovic. <laughs> Dovic. <laughs> he got some Dovic. 91 Dovic. better. So Tony hey, Ironsides. Yeah, Tony Ironsides. The, the the best master in the game ever of all time. Fight me. Fight me <laughs> literally everyone on the internet. No, because you'll want me back. That's literally what Tony does as well. Yep. <laughs> that's what she wants you to do. <laughs> Just me back. So yeah, uh Arcanist Master, you gotta cover a lot of we 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 cover a lot of Arcanist Masters. Just wanted to point out. We um, as the Harlefo show, that is. Uh, we as the Harlefo show, yes, because yeah. yeah. I'm Tom. I am Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> uh, Hi, Tony Ironsides, the one person in the Arcanist that went, hey, this this faction's all about, like, magic, shooting lightning bolts out of your butt, and giant stompy robots, you know, kicking ass. I'm just going to punch people. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to punch people. She is. I mean, it's honest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's honest work. No bullshit. Although now she's yelling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> gonna gonna punch people and yell at my friends to do good. I mean that sounds end. like natural progression to me. You, yes. you start off punching and then you start yelling. Yeah. You once once your arms get a little tired, you just tell everyone else to do the punching for you. Yeah. What was it that first made you like Tony? Why did you what what attracted you to Tony's was it playstyle or uh actually it was it was literally just the box art. Yeah. I've told this uh, story multiple times, not on any other podcast or anything, because I'm Tom. Um, I actually was getting into Malifaux for the first time. And because of my wife, um, we'll just call her Tom's wife. Yeah, um, that's her name. (laughs) (laughs) Was getting into into Malifaux, and she had already, like, was dead set on Resurrectionists. And so I was trying to figure out what I would be into. And because... I'm a little basic when it comes to indecisions, and I ha- I, I like the color blue. <laughs> I was right. like, hey, there's a blue faction, and it's got a book. I like books. Hey, let's go with the, the book blue faction. And I actually was initially uh, interested in Rasputina, because mm. I was kind of like, I, I like ice wizards. It's yeah. kind of always yeah, interested yeah. me. But then as I was still perusing the... Uh, section in my local store trying to decide on who to pick a uh, new box came in um troubleshooters with 
Tony Ironsides and the box art made no sense to me. It was so confusing. Like every like most keywords in Malifaux have a very distinct aesthetic. Troubleshooters, on the other hand, is a lady that looks like she's going to punch you, a dwarf with some rope and a keg of liquor, a very stoic man with a giant hammer, and a and a bunch of wizard ninjas. And I had I no mean, idea. I had no idea what that was supposed <laughs> to be, but I was so curious and intrigued. I decided to go with it. That's and my also, jam right there. Yeah, it also <laughs> meant that I was playing something that was relatively new, so relatively unknown. So I was getting in on the ground floor. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. When I got, briefly got into um, uh, ME2 before the Soul Macar box ruined my life, and <laughs> I left the game for several years. Uh, my, I, I actually got the Ramos box, so. Because um, I looked at it and was like, wow, this looks really cool. There's lots of metallic spiders and there's a man messing yeah. with a little spider. Look at that big boy. I think more important decisions have been made on, on whimsier choices. Yeah, I don't regret I, it. No, no, but obviously no, not. That's why you're here today as you're here every month, Tom. But today <laughs> you're talking about Tony. Talking about Tony. <laughs> so what comes in the box? What are the models in the box? Um, well, we're going to third edition now, so uh, yeah, that would be Tony herself, still. Same model from second edition, as well as Mouse. Yeah. Um, instead of getting the captain, you're now getting Amina Naidu, who is the lawyer for the Miners and Steamfitters Union, which is right. the key word hmm. that she plays with. And then on top of that, three Union Miners, which is her cheapest minion. Who's the totem as well? Oh, Mouse. Mouse. Ah, yeah, mouse. That's it. That's it. Mouse. So go on then. Talk us through the a bit of the, what the keyword does and a bit about what Tony does as well. Keyword is a bubble crew with an absurd amount of efficiency and defenses. And if you stack Tony on top of that, it becomes a, a control crew under the guise of a beater crew. Yeah. So you initially think, oh, she's the lady that punches things. Obviously, she's, she's going to be punching thing. But easily the most important thing on her card is something that is displacing your opponent. Um, the bubble in the, the benefits you get from the bubble has not a lot to do with damaging your opponent, but, you know, keeping yourself safe and more shenanigans and yeah. stuff like that. I think she likes to pull you in, doesn't she? And then punch, rather than bringing the fight to you, she brings you to the fight. Yeah, she controls the flow of the fight really, really well because she's yeah. going to almost always initiate combat outside of like your opponent getting a few shots off beforehand. So, let's talk over the card a little bit. So, oh, okay. uh, what about the what on the front of the card stands out? <laughs> um, basic Tony Ironsides Master Living MNSU keyword, which is it takes a little while to say. For some reason, I always want to say MSNU. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, big, big problem. Uh, keyword, she's lost a bunch of stuff from 2nd edition to 3rd edition, which most people probably don't care. It bothered me. It still bothers me. I'm still very mad we don't have our Wizard Ninjas. Yeah, they took the Oxfall you made, out, didn't they? Good yes. Sandeep. Sandy, the Sandy doesn't even use them. Give them back. He was barely there for 2nd edition. <laughs> oh, oh you know I used the Oxfall you made you my Sandeep crew. I love him. You, you can't have them back. Standouts. Very basic defense, but with a built-in tome. Six willpower, so she's she's pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Basic five move, basic size two. 
The abilities is where she gets pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. She has mechanic herself. She runs on a token system. The token is called Adrenaline. And this is what she uses to bump up her offense and defense. She just gains gains it naturally throughout the game. Every time she activates, she gains one. Plus one for every enemy model is engaging her. So that can stack up, especially if you're pulling people in and getting a nice yeah. group of folks around you. Um, on top of that, immediately we go into what she spends it on, or what I spend it on most more than anything else, is uh, defense redu- uh, damage reduction. So she can discard up to three of them when she takes damage, and she can reduce the damage by that amount down to zero. So she can take zero damage from attacks if they're at three, or nice. four most of the time, or if you throw... A- anyways... Um, she can redo. She can eat a ton of damage. Yeah, she times. can tank anything, really, can't she? Or tank yeah. a lot of stuff. She's a bit of a she's a bit of a tank. Bit of a tank. Yeah. Unionized is her sort of core defensive ability that she shares with the rest of the crew. That says if she's within three inches of someone else that has unionized, um, she gains positive flips to her defense and willpower. So suddenly that five and six become a lot more dangerous. It's so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. It's it's silly good because that also includes simple duels where a lot of positive flips you get in the game only affect like um, opposed duels. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it'd be terrifying as well. Mm-hmm. Effect, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, it makes terrifying pretty insignificant. I mean, every once yeah. in a while you'll still miss it, but at that point you've lost two bad cards out of your deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, Injured Workers Act. This is an aura she puts up herself. Most of her crew has an ability called Grit, which says if you're at half wounds, you get a special bonus of some kind. Injured Worker Gets to Act says that if a friendly's within six of her, you can just use that Grit ability at all times. Yeah. Yay. Defensive really good. trigger, good shot, my turn. The thing people hate so much about Tony Ironsides. <laughs> now, mind you, as said before, this is built in. She has the trigger built into her defense. Um, yeah. And when she gets hit by a melee attack, well, she gets hit by any attack that targets her defense. She gets an adrenaline token. So even if you're shooting her, she's still getting that resource. Uh, yeah, she still gets the token no matter what. Yep. Yeah. No matter what, it's after resolving so they can mess and she still gets the adrenaline. It's great. Yeah. But anyways, if it's a melee attack, then she does a two, three, five damage track right back to them. That's really good. Yeah, it's and that's based off whatever they did, isn't it? That's based off the difference in the duel. So yes, if they hit you on a positive, you're doing a positive right back at them. Yes, is that right? Yep. But also, it works the other way. So if they fail and they attack you with like a five, and you flip a thirteen, which puts you to an eighteen, it's a positive going the other way. It's kind yeah. of janky. It's one of the few times that matters. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is a very niche situation, but. Yeah, that's really good. That's mm-hmm. really, it's, it's, min two is always good, but that five spike on the severe when it comes around is it's piss people off. Really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's brutal. Um, I think I flipped it twice in our one time and killed Hungering Darkness off of full. Jesus! Well, I didn't have the first okay. activation. For <laughs> for Huggy. You for for Huggy. It just wiped off the board. She was mad. Uh, last ability caught in the ring uh this is definitely playing into her control aspect if models are engaging engaged by her um they have to attack her if they make an attack action Mm -hmm. so all that tankiness 
gets added into the fact that things have to attack her, and most things attack defense in the game. She's so the, most uh, times she's whacking back. She's the original in the ringer, isn't she? Because I know Mikhail ha- also has that now. But, yeah. Um, I think Tony was one of the few, or only, I, I can't remember if there's any other models that have that, uh, before Explorers came out. So it's such a, I, I know from Mikhail that that is such a useful ability. I would say it's it's, it's more abusive in Mikhail because he is a uh, reach of two. Yes, yes, he is. So things will often have to walk and then attack him. Yeah. <laughs> no need. No need for that kind of behavior. <laughs> yeah, Ellie, well, the, the, the one thing about Tony is, weirdly enough, she becomes like a hard counter to Zoraida. I can, I can see that. I could definitely because, see that. Because Z only has like the weak melee attack, and mm. obey is an attack action. So if Tony gets into base contact with her, she can't obey Tony because Tony's a master. So she has yeah. to just walk up and poke her. Yeah. <laughs> Tony just laughs at and punches her right back. Punches her right back. Jeez. Yeah, she's a real counter to Zoraida. Yeah. Think about Zoraida that. does not like anything getting in her face. I I remember playing against Jonathan and I had Anya and I was like turned to right on her and it was just the worst thing ever for him. Because what do you do when <laughs> when there's something smacking you in the face? Yeah. Especially if you, especially if you can stun her as well, which then she can't even get a defense trigger off, and you're just laughing. Oh yeah, no, she is one of, if not the weakest master to the stun condition in the game. Hundred percent. So what's on the back of a card then? What's she? Uh, how is she punching people? What's she doing to people? I guess one quick aside though is that she's also fourteen wounds, which is the most in the game. I mean, m- multiple things have fourteen wounds, but yes, yeah, she does have a lot of wounds. But I suppose that plays into the fact that she's she's quite sort of the traditional tank of taunting stuff in with uh, bring it, and which we'll see in a minute. And then mm. you have to attack her. So that fighting wounds. Plus the fact that she can reduce damage to zero definitely gives her that sort of tank role. Yeah. Probably the best in the game mm-hmm. in that role as well. But yeah, what about um, what's her attacks? Because I'm sure she's got some tasty attacks as well. Oh, yeah. Well, she only has she only has two. Uh, the mm. punching and the yelling. So we'll go with the punching first. Brass Knuckles. Pretty kind of basic one inch reach stat six so she's she's pretty good at hitting their defense obviously target suffers two three five damage and gains staggered always remember that staggered that staggered is very important hmm. it actually comes in a lot of utility because so pretty much what she wants to do is once things get into her she wants to give them staggered so they can't leave yes I guess point of note is that she also has the ram and tome suits built into that attack because, hey, she has yeah. triggers. And that's what makes it a very good attack. Mm-hmm. That's a slight understatement. Slight, yeah. slight understatement. So, <laughs> um, the first one that you'll actually probably be doing more often is the warm-up trigger, which says for every tome in the dual total, she gains an adrenaline token. Mm. So this is how she banks, you know, double digits of adrenaline is that she's hitting for two or three. Um, well, three is if you stone, sorry, one or two adrenaline every time. Yeah. And then the follow through, which is the Rams trigger, says, hey, you can just toss two adrenaline off of Tony and add that equal to damage on the attack. So a two, three, five becomes a four, five, seven. 
Wait, you're doing the warm-up more than you're doing the follow-through. Yes. I suppose it's because, again, you want as many tokens as you can get. I mean, to, that's a good question, really, Joe. Oh, I mean, Tom. Sorry, Tom. 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 You, Tom. Tom. Um, um, how much adrenaline on stand is Tony sort of dance playing with? Because, obviously, you, want, you probably want to spend... Now and again, you probably want to spend um, someone that attack, but obviously, um, it's doing a lot for you. So, how, when's enough adrenaline? When do you when do you say, you know what? I've got enough adrenaline here. Let's start spending that. I'd say three or four at the beginning of the game, and then you can bring it down to two, one, or even zero at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. At, at the end of the day, her crew is very punchy, so. The idea being is you wipe off the big, scary things as soon as possible. And then once those are gone, you aren't going to be hitting a lot of spike damage on Tony, so she's okay losing a couple. Yeah. But you should be able to get three at least um, okay. before you uh, really go through fall through with your activation on turn two. So. Oh, okay, cool. So um, I see she's also got a severe injury on that crow, um, which sort of helps her crew as well. If, if if anything's not dead already, um, <laughs> she can she can start putting some injured out if, if she really wants to. If she really wants to, you have a better way of doing that. So hmm. um, this is a, like a, a, you absolutely need to bring something down. So you start putting injury on it as soon as possible. Yeah, you use it. I've used it a couple times in the existence of third edition. So it's shit, basically. It's not shit. The thing is, is that <laughs> adrenaline, adrenaline is so useful and so versatile. You want yeah, to be yeah. getting it unless you want to be doing a ton of damage. Yeah. yeah. So that's fair. That's fair. If you're flipping a tome and you, you've got that built-in tome, then yeah, you're getting two adrenaline per attack there on the warm-up trigger, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. So, so if, the other attack action, yeah. when she's not punching. The most, most important attack action on her card. Uh, it's one out of two, so... 50-50 chance, but this is bring it. Target moves its move plus two towards Tony, and then it has to take a melee attack if it can. The exciting thing about this is it's a 12-inch range, which is most guns, mm. and a stat of seven. Yes, yep. I did see that. That is a that's a nice stat. That is insanely reliable, so it is difficult to fail this at times. Like, mm-hmm. even if something has a decent willpower, it's usually at a six. And you don't care about your damage track, so tying someone is perfectly fine. Tying them does absolutely nothing. It's still a success. Yeah. Resisted by willpower. That wasn't obvious. It does have a target number of six. I mean, you need a six for it to go off, but that's that's not hard. There is such a big difference between six and seven in this game. Ne- needing yeah, a six is. versus a seven. And I can't really give, put it into words why, but it's getting a six seems so easy, and a seven is like, okay, you can might actually fail this every once in a while. Okay. Oh, yeah, the, the trigger. Spit out a tooth. Discard an adrenaline token. This model heals too. It's a little bit more efficient than the lose adrenaline to reduce damage because you're effectively trading one for two health as opposed mm-hmm. to one to one. Mm-hmm. Not built I mean, in, though, so I don't usually play towards it. She's rarely dying. Well, yeah, she's using a lot of tools. A lot of tools to keep up, anyway. Oh, yeah. That's mega tank. 
I don't think we mentioned the other part of the bring it there. We said the target moves its move plus two towards the model, but we didn't say what happens after that. Yeah, I mentioned it. I mentioned it in passing. But yeah, they have to take a melee attack against Tony. And then she's good, almost definitely going to hit them back because most things yeah. target defense. And that attack cannot declare triggers and the damage suffers a negative flip. That would really piss the rider off. Oh, yeah. She's going to walk towards you, slap you limply. Because <laughs> Tony gets a defensive trigger on that, and then Tony punches you back. I think the, the, the idea of Zoraida suddenly like getting annoyed at Tony so she gets a stick and he's just ro- roaring towards her, shaking his stick into melee, it's just, um, it's just perfect, to be honest. I, got, I love it. <laughs> Uh, I just, I love the mental image of this frail old lady can't do the one thing she needs to, like she normally does. She walks up, attempts to hit Tony, and then just gets decked hard. (laughs) Tony Ironside's this boxing legend just knocking down an old lady. (laughs) Captain Marvel scene on the trade where she's having a fight with the old lady. Oh, yeah. Doing like flips off the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, everyone's just looking over at them. This is the I keep I've said this this is the third time. This is the most important attack action on her card because this displaces your opponent a very yeah. good distance. It's a move, not a push, so they can go around things. This lets you excise important weak models out of their crew, and then they have to play catch up. It's putting a lot of pressure on your opponent to attempt to react appropriately. They have to either have to decide if they're going to throw things into Tony's bubble, uh, attempt to bring their model back, or just leave it for dead and go do something else. The easiest options leave it for dead most of the time. Yeah, usually. In that bubble, it's, it's dead anyway. Yeah, to be fair, things that have a way to teleport themselves like a leap or whatnot is the best or the most safest way of making sure that they can get out alive. Otherwise, no. Because yeah. anything in their in their crew that can pull it out, it probably has staggered on it. So, no, not going to work. Yeah, I'm assuming that if, if you know that they've got like butterfly jump or, or they have so anything that's going to um, make it easy to get out of a bubble, you probably might want to go with that brass knuckles just to take them down or something like that. Especially if they're a priority target. Would they be all right? In thinking that, or would you still be wanting to just bring it as much as possible? Um, if they're a priority target, that's where you disregard the rule about keeping three on you. You focus, and then you slap them for that seven damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Most things aren't going to live through that attack. No. No. So she has some very good attacks. Um, does she have some good attack collections? Yes. She has two good tactical actions and one I've literally never used in the existence of 3rd edition. I see. Well, go right ahead, dog. Yeah. Tom. Tom. I mean, Tom. I'm Tom. It's okay. It's my friend, it's okay. My friends call me Doug. That's that's why you're that's why you're doing it. It's because you sound so similar to somebody else. I, it's just, I know you probably get that a lot. Wait, hold on. You're comparing just me. This now. You're comparing <laughs> me to that <laughs> asshole from America. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, he's a moderator on a weird place. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. He's no, I'm not. <laughs> no, we we got to give it up. Obviously, Tom's not here today. We've got Doug from the Steam Powered Scoundrels in his place. I don't think we could keep this up for another hour and a half. I mean, I, I could do. I just It'd be fun. 
It would be fun. It would be fun, fun, but there'd be so many mess-ups, so we'll just stick back to calling you Doug. We all know Doug loves Tony, so that's why we've got him. Yeah, honestly, I probably would have figured out a way to get over to England and stab all of you if you didn't have me on to run this particular master. Yeah. We've done this. We did record once before. Yeah. it was... it went, I think we lost all of Courtney's audio or we had like the first two minutes of it and something else was corrupted and it just never... I couldn't handle Tony at that time. That was what it was. I think that's it. That's it. I but just now, couldn't handle it. it, it now you, you're fully she literally came and Tony. punched my modem. <laughs> I had a couple of play, had games against you guys. Those did not go well. Yeah, they went well for you. Well, Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> but like, we found out what Tony really does. It just just, just hurts things a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tactical actions. Tactical actions, Douglas. Yes, intimidation. A six-inch pulse. Another stat seven, but this isn't resisted by anything, so eh, too bad. Nah. With a built-in tome. Hey, look at that! Another tome. She likes tomes. Target number of twelve. So you need a five. Easy peasy. <laughs> Um, enemy models within range must each t- pass a target number 14 willpower duel or gain adversary MNSU. I want to say like the average uh, target numbers for simple duels in the game is like 13, 12. Yeah. yeah. I think 14 is so. pretty high. 14 seems huge. <laughs> Just so Because she's so scary. You yeah. got this game with giant murder robots and demons with swords and all this other stuff. And the boxing lady is the really scary one. <laughs> I mean, she'll punch That's you back. It's because you rock up to a fight. Yeah, You're bringing in a load of big monsters, and then there's just this little boxing lady standing at the front, really confident. I think, ah, that's who I'd be the most scared of. Well, that's, yeah. that's that was like the um, the thing, wasn't it? Where it's like the side when you have a big fight and you've got the silent one at the side, and uh, they usually just do something halfway through, just end the fight. That's what Tony is. Just, just, <laughs> there's just chaos around her. There's people get hit with spades and all sort of stuff. And there's just Tony the menacing looking around and then BAM! Everybody's not tell. That's Tony. That's Tony Ironsides. <laughs> Tony Ironsides, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's Tony Ironsides, baby. A couple of triggers. Um, on a ram, which you don't have built in, you can take a melee attack action. It's it's all right. She Her, her melee attack actions are... Well, the one melee attack action is not good without the triggers so unless you like yeah just need to finish something off that's got one or two wounds on it or you need to keep something stapled down put to put staggered onto it then you i usually don't declare this trigger but warm-up is the one that's built in and they gives you even more adrenaline hey <laughs> and this is the one where you have like a low tome of tome a five of tomes just discard it day two two adrenaline tokens and a bunch of things have adversary yes yes yes, yes, yes. so it seems she'd be acting would she be acting quite early in the turn tony or it depends she's usually my th- around third activation second or yeah. third activation not the first never the first just for pumping that adversary out. Mm-hmm. She's got she's got two bonus actions. Yes. I'm guessing one is shit and one is good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what I was talking about. Uh I've got your back. This is the this is the shit one. Um <laughs> It's just she doesn't want to rearrange her models all that often because usually your opponent is not putting them out of position. If it mm. worked in reverse where she would place next to a friendly model, it'd be infinitely better. Yeah. Because your opponent's usually trying to avoid her in the first place. 
I'm not saying it's bad. It just rarely, it, it just doesn't fit into the play style I use for Tony. Yeah. And I, I mean, haven't heard anyone else use this. I, I, the only sort of use I'd say is obviously to get stuff back into the bubble. If, if it gets lured out perhaps, but yeah, yeah, it's probably not. I can see why the other one is, is, is more useful. And what is the other one, Doug? The Move second wind. It's slightly useful. A little yeah. bit. Kind of. Discard two adrenaline tokens from this model. This model may take an action or end any number of conditions on it. For mm. AP, Tony. Mm. For two adrenaline. For two adrenaline. Mm. Mm. That you're getting from from brass knuckles anyway, pretty much. Yeah, from from literally everything, yeah. Just being Tony. Yeah, every one of her actions, except for "I've got your back," has a way to generate adrenaline. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. bring it, you're forcing that attack on you, which gives you the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how do you ever just? Go for the conditions option, or are you always going for the action? If she's stunned, yes. It's, it's stunned, so stunned is the only time you'll ever go for that. Um, I, I've i played against Condition Masters. I haven't gotten her to a point where the conditions are very awful. It's it's mm. really just the stunned. Yeah, because it sounds like she really wants the triggers. Yeah, she she, she needs she needs her triggers. If you, she didn't have her triggers, she's not even like... She's not even a henchman level model. No, we, we, yeah. we can cut that out of context now, Chris. Just have it so Doug's saying, Tony Einstein's, she's not even a henchman level. <laughs> <laughs> There's the intro right there. Uh, <laughs> Get that on a t shirt, folks. <laughs> uh, not you too. Jesus. Leave me alone. Let me be a fanboy. Let me be the fanboy. <laughs> So, if you want to see how much of a fanboy Doug is, just have a look at his profile picture on the Discord that I lovingly created for him. Yeah, or listen to me talk about her for the uh, uh, title card reveal. Literally any other time. Yeah. Any other time. So, Chris, what do you think about Tony? Tony is um, terrifying once you get anywhere near her, mm-hmm. to be honest. I, I try and ignore her if she's on the board, but she kind of forces you to not ignore her. She's um she's she's a really really interested in modeling the way that she is. She's a tank. She's a beater. She's a board controller. She's just a great all round model. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I agree. I, as I said before, she she definitely fits that stereotypical tank role. But yeah, that bring because the bubble cruise. One of the things that bubble cruise don't like it is if you try and avoid to get in the bubble and bring it is such a good ability because not only does it pull you in, but then Tony's also benefiting, uh, getting a secondary benefit as well because mm. you whack her, you might not even get to do any damage, but then she immediately gets to punch you back as um, yeah. as long as you're not stunned and it's on that defense. I just, it, she's a very solid uh, master for what the keyword wants to do. And, you know, I, I can't think of anything worse to have adversary against than M- MNSU. Because you've got big hitters like Borgman and all that sort of stuff, not just Tony. So yeah, hundred percent. You just it, she's so difficult to kill. I mean, I mean, does she ever die? Have you ever had a die, um, Doug? Yes. I, mean, I, I, I think it was, that was a big 
that fart then? He really had to think about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, okay. really had to think whether she died or not. In 1972, I fought against a chap from Russia. I lost hard against unnerfed Leviticus. Ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, everything dies against Levy, I guess. Yeah, and Tony was the last one to die anyways on that crew, so. Yeah. But generally speaking, she just she's there. She's there to the end. Yeah. As the as the union boss should be. As the union boss should be. I guess we never talked about uh the fluff behind her. If you if you want. I I don't remember if you Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I love a bit of fluff. Yeah, fluff, fluff. Well fluff is the reason I I, I love the character. Playstyle's yeah. great and everything, but she's obviously the best she's the protagonist of Malifal, folks. She's, <laughs> she's, <laughs> you, you hit it here first. Not you, Lex. John, every man. It's not. It's not gold. It's Tony. <laughs> okay. So why so, do you love her so much, Tom? Why do you love her so? Much? I was gonna call you Tony then. I'm a, why do you love her so Tom. much, Tom? Tom Douglas. <laughs> Tony. Whatever your fucking name is. Why do you love this girl? Yeah. Okay. So born in, I believe, Georgia, to former slaves. Um, her father was lynched and she got a bit of a chip on her shoulder about that especially towards the guild because the guild had the capacity to stop slavery in the united states but they chose not to usually their thing is like as long as you're giving us money we're not going to mess with your laws for the most part and we'll get into why they definitely could have done that at any time later but kind of seeking vengeance she goes over to malifaux and gets recruited by a victor ramos I just say she kind of cut her teeth in pit fighting before this so that's kind of where she became known as the the punchy lady mm. and working under ramos she was um she basically led the troubleshooters the troubleshooters being the sort of policing force for the arcanists in mnsu they bring in or rein in mages or uh, union members that are kind of getting out of hand so basically like hey we can we're better than the guild we can control our own we don't need them at all sort of a thing so that's what the troubleshooters did that's where she's getting her ninja mages from or did <laughs> she don't need them no more you don't need no ninjas she's got one is back they're so freaking cool okay yeah the wolfy skulls yeah so after working with them for the bit she kind of became a bit of a face for the miners and steamfitters union um especially their efforts towards sh- throwing off the yoke of the, the guild and living better lives. At some point, Ramos decides that he wants to play with his toys more than run the Union or the Arcanist, so he hands off control of the Union to Tony and the Arcanist to Karis. And not long after that, we got our new Governor General who approaches Tony Ironsides and basically says, hey, I'll give you something super cool if you give up Ramos. And she does. And it was a kind of an awful decision she had to make for herself, but she did it for good reasons. It wasn't like she just handed him over. She just. Yeah, because she's very loyal, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. But if you also know the fluff, you know Ramos was not a good person. No, he's not. No, he really isn't. He just have a giant uh, spider bot. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I-, I can forgive him for that, to be honest. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> only thing that she actually did was like told the people that were 
around Ramos to not interfere when Sonya Crid went to arrest him. He gets arrested. MNSU kind of anarchists go into turmoil. People are mad at her. But the reason she did it was for emancipation and suffrage of slaves in America. Which the guild, as you said, the guild did since relatively easily. Yeah, it was like uh, one day and it happened. Yeah. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> he just, he just, all right, Tony, just put the phone up. About 10 minutes later, right, everyone's free in America. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony's like, we're just free out the first place. <laughs> now I hate the girl even more. <laughs> So she's still in that sort of struggle with Carrie's, isn't she, about like the MSU and the Arcanists and stuff yeah, like that. A lot I, mean, of the I haven't actually been able to read the, um, the Malfoy Burns fluff, um, so I don't really know what the, what the relationship is, is like in the current timeline. But, well, the uh, Arcanist book. Sure you, yeah. The, the Arcanist book that came out beforehand, one of the stories was them getting into a fist fight, pretty much. Hmm. But they, is that in the burning warehouse? That one, yeah. yeah I think it was a, a I, broadcast. I think it was a foundry of some kind. Yeah, there's all sorts of big fist fights. Yeah, they're not they're not the best of friends, but I think uneasy allies. Yeah, and they, they're on speaking they're on speaking terms in Malfoy Burns. But I'm I'm not going to get into specifics of that. Buy the book, cowards, and all that. <laughs> I believe there may be some episodes of a certain podcast coming up discussing the the fluff, but we'll um, we'll plug that a bit later on. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's where so, we leave her at. That's where she's at currently. So, Mouse, what the fuck is he? <laughs> Let's get back to talking about the court. Mouse? <laughs> is, yeah. is that, is that going to be the title of the podcast? Mouse, what the fuck Mouse. is he? What the fuck? Is he a dwarf? Is He's he a dwarf. A gnome? <laughs> He's a dwarf. Is that fluff confirmed? Yeah. I believe yeah. that's also the term that they prefer you use, is dwarf. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm but, glad I went with that first of all then. Yeah. So what does he do for her in um, terms of the model and personally? Personally, they, they sort of became friends over the fact that they're both a part of marginalized groups. Right. Yeah. So he's obviously bringing in the unionized ability like everyone else. He's a bit slow. Um, I have no idea why the willpower is for it. It's kind of frustrates me because his aesthetic is shtick is that it, he is like the master strategist of the Arcanist. Right. Which I feel like would represent a higher willpower than four, but maybe he's... You know, he might be a, uh, one of those people who's like really, really intelligent when it comes to um, making plans and things like that, but really easily swayed at the same time. High intelligence, low wisdom. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, quite yeah. a few people like that. Oh, he just doesn't like being in a fight. You know, he doesn't... He, he, the people kill, getting killed all around him, it, it puts him off. <laughs> Poor lad. He's got accomplice on his card. Uh, relatively useful because he's uh, kind of a support model. So being able to support something and then to be like, hey, go off, go kill things before my opponent can react. Pretty useful. Yeah. That also works into his grid ability, which he has. So it's an expert shot. That's not that critical of a thing. But his grid ability says that um, when he has half his maximum health or if he's within six of Tony, um, the person he accomplices into gains focus plus one. Ooh, nice. Yeah. That's really good. Just for the, the cost of a shit card or whatever card you're discarding. Yeah. Or, or if, you, if you have a pass token, which is not that hard to do. Oh, yeah, it's a card get... or a pass token. Yep. Yeah. Fair dues. That's lovely efficiency. That's efficient. I love it. 
Back of guard. Go to that. Yeah. Uh, rope lash, a zero inch bit. You're not doing this. Do not. Do- <laughs> if you're forced to do his zero inch melee attack, something has gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Zero inch stat four, one, two, three damage. <laughs> melee attack. <laughs> Just giving them a rope burn at that point. <laughs> Um, toss a noose is his other attack action. If you're doing attacks with him, this is what you're using. It's still stat four, but better damage track. It's ranged. It has two pretty good triggers on him. Um, targetates two, three, four damage and gains staggered, which is good. You like things getting staggered. Um, pull and drag, which is built in. They move three towards mouse and delay, which gives them slow. If you manage to get a ram, I mean, a uh, crow in there instead. People are surprised when I attack with them. Why? Because are they surprised he even has an attack? Or <laughs> because well, you're not hearing something? 90% of the time he's using his tactical actions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he I can mean, attack. to be fair, though, again, again, it's another source of stagger, and you can pull something towards you into that bubble. Mm-hmm. And if you've got that crow, I mean, enjoy or... slow. Or what I use it for just as much as attacking my opponent is, hey, one of the reasons why I never use the I've got your back on Ironsides is because he can just drag a friendly model out of danger. Oh, yeah, he could do. Yeah. I mean, it's a 2-3-4 damage track, but you're on a double negative if they relent, and most of the time you're at minus one damage anyways, so a plank of damage to get them out of a bad situation is usually worth it. Especially yeah. since Tony's bonus action is so good. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Which one again? No, yeah, kidding. <laughs> so what are his tactical actions then that he's, he's doing most of the time? Emergency surgery is the one he is doing most of the time. Um, that's a heal. Two-inch range, yeah. pretty good. Stat five, target number ten. Has to hit living models, but everything in your keyword is a living model. Hooray. Target heals one, two, three damage. And the swift action trigger, so I constantly remember to keep uh, to pocket my mid masks for this because then he can take the action again and theoretically you could heal something or some things for 12 damage with mouse's activation this is a four soul stone model that you get for free uh, it's not too bad no, it's, it's, it's good i guess yeah, it's quite solid you know you know healing i think what i think i put howard i think i put howard at one point like up eight wounds with one of Mouse's activations. It was a lot of lucky flips, but my opponent was not happy. <laughs> yeah, it takes so much to even get Howard down in the first place. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's even more difficult with the new title card. Uh, his one bonus action, Fight for the Union, basically he can give Tony a adrenaline token. So hey, even more adrenaline. And That's what she needs. Yeah, she gets two if she's at half wounds. This almost never happens, but it could happen. Yeah, but you do that and then heal her up four times, potentially. Yep. If and she's this, by far, more than anything else in the game, attracts my red joker. Which the the, the, <laughs> the, for the action that needs a five just to <laughs> fight for the one union. Token. I cannot tell you how many times I flipped the red joker on that. He's <laughs> <laughs> just getting really into it, mate. It's, it's just... always like the, the stat four uh, flip that you need and the red joker comes out. It's either the red or the black. Nothing in between. <laughs> uh, so who's the next big thing in the box then? I'm gonna knight him. 
I'm in a night with a lawyer. The lawyer. The lawyer for the Arcanist who has mysterious ties to some sort of shadow faction back Earth side that we haven't learned about, but I think we'll be learning about it soon. Yeah. I like the fact that Tony Einstein's beats the shit out of people so much that she has to bring a lawyer now to make sure that uh, she's not legally culpable to the people that she hits. I mean, that's, uh, that's quite great. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a case of people suing Tony Ironsides. I don't think they're alive to do that. Yeah, but, I mean, that's a good point as well. I think this is a case of like, hey, we're going to fight the guild in the law for crap they're doing to the miners, and we need a good lawyer for that. So Amin and I do coming into the fight with a clipboard. <laughs> she has, a deadly weapon in the hands of the right person. I don't know how often this happens in the game, but she has no way to damage the opponent. No, she doesn't, does she? No. Nope. You would think she would have, like, a... I think, like, um... Who is it? What's he called? The Total with Lucius, who has this... Has, like, has like a quill attack. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, the scribe! Just give her a yeah. quill attack. Let's stab somebody between the eyes. Yeah, she should be able to twat someone with a clipboard. Yeah, her. exactly! It's <laughs> <laughs> never really bothered me too much. Yeah, she has a rather uses. So what's she doing on the front of a card? Uh, cost of nine, relatively pricey. Defense of five, six willpower. Always remember that those are usually on positive flips. Five movement, size two. Boring stat line. Exact same stat line as Tony, actually. Without the built-in tome. <clears throat> Excuse me. Extended claims. The one ability that I constantly keep forgetting and wish I didn't. Which is kind of obscene because it's really good. If, if in any model within line of sight of Amina takes an interact action, you can discard a card to get a soul stone. That's pretty good. Yep. That's pretty good. Yep. Usually running like two, uh, two henchmen. Sometimes one henchman, but it's good to put soul stone cash on Howard anyway. So it's useful. <laughs> Fucking Howard. Can't wait till we cover him. <laughs> Can't wait till we get to Howard. <laughs> Injured Workers X. Injured Workers X. The same as uh, Tony's, where she's prop, you know, proccing the grit ability on models that aren't at half wounds. Reach of the Union. <sighs> Filth. People hate this so much. I love it. Filth. <laughs> Filth. Enemy models within six inches cannot take attack actions generated from the charge action. Fuck Beautiful. That. It's the six inches. It's, it's just, it's, I know she's only on 30 mil. How do you think she manages it? Do you think she just shouts that objection to somebody that's charging? Sure, she we'll just, go with she that. She says, I'll sue you. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You can't charge Tony like that. Sex, by law, section 32. I'm taking you to court and they're like, oh, no, shit. And then Tony smashes them in the face. <laughs> yeah, actually, if, if they're charging Tony, I'd kind of just let it happen if I could. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no, oh, no, that's fine. That's fine, honey, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and unionize, so positive flips. Um, health of eight, which is less than her cost, but she's a support model, so that's not that surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so what should you do for you on the back of the cart? Um, well, she does have a melee attack, but that just gives out slow, that's sharp wit. Set of six. Pretty good. Tome trigger if you get it. Enemy, Gaiden's adversary, MNSU. So, useful. Mm. The one thing you're going to be doing most often, though, is her obey. She has an obey. Hooray. She does. Sadly, the, the suit is not built in, but it is a stat 7, so if you want it to go off, it's going off. You say sadly, but I... Uh... 
Yeah, you say sadly, but I say pretty fair, to be honest. I'm sure yeah, I 100% feel like that was a balancing thing for her. Yeah, yeah. She could do without needing cards or a soul stone. It would be obscene. Like, other people would be taking her into their crews, at least. Yeah, she'd be yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. But another 12-inch range thing. So, hey, if for some reason they didn't quite get into Tony or you want to bring more things into the bubble, just obey him in. And if you happen yeah. to have a, a mask in your hand or a tome in your hand, she also has the same thing where she puts out adversary MNSU. You're going to need a stone for that, aren't you? Yeah. For, yeah, you for one or the other, yeah. Still need a stone, but like, it's good. I've done oh, it yeah. multiple times. It's worth it, yeah. Putting just... something into the bubble and giving it adversary. Yeah, it... it's well worth a stone. I mean, especially if you obey something and go, right, you charge totally now. I know you were trying to stop it, but let me uh, let me give you a little push there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, I guess, the other thing is that you need to do a little bit of a dance with blocking line of sight because if they can't charge, they can't take the attack action, attack action on the charge because mm. of her own aura. I yeah. really, yeah, really that's wish... A point. Because she's the only one that has that in the game. I really wish they would have made that optional. Or at least in, like, enemy-controlled model. Yeah, that's that seems uh, kind of weird. Um, that you that, But, yeah, you, that's a very good point. She does sort of prevent that. Is, are you I mean, ever obeying your own... Like, if the model's got... Is it rush where you get plus two move on the charge? I think Probably so, yeah. making a charge then. But, yeah, they just don't well, get that attack off. The, we'll get to them later, but usually you have in my crews, the way I play, are usually have Howard almost all the time. And so he's a good way to sort of block line of sight between Amina and um, Ironsides. So you can make them do the charge and when they charge, they become out of line of sight of her and therefore can make the attack. Hmm. It, it takes some I, I, dancing. I, I'm assuming it's like 50-50. Do you, do you ever uh, obey your own stuff as when Nicole needs to be like, does Howard ever get a cheeky obey now and again? Howard gets obeyed all the time because I want to use his AP for stabbing, but I need the steam cloud up like 24 7. Ah, okay. I know all about steam clouds. Yeah, but you I'm do. somewhat of an expert. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get, we'll, get to, we'll get to Howard, but after you're done obeying or you don't want to obey, so it's usually like obey and walk the line. First turn, maybe yeah. second turn. Walk the line is her first tactical action that pushes a friendly model up to six inches towards a scheme, scrap, or corpse marker. The target is half or below its maximum health. This model may draw a card. It doesn't happen all that often. However, it does also have the burnout trigger, which is really useful. So, um, yeah. which models that start with the letter H and have the surname that rhymes with Brankston are you going to be targeting with this walk the line most often? Um, Arcane Emissary. Yeah, Harkane Brankston Emissary. Harkane Brankston Emissary. Howard being fast is stupid. <laughs> Let's yeah, I use it. I use it on gunsmiths almost as much, if not more. Yeah, it's good on gunsmiths. To be fair, because I don't, I don't care too much about Howard dealing a ton of damage. My opponent knows Howard and is afraid of Howard, so usually I, I bleed their hand with them avoiding the attacks, which is relatively okay for me. If we keep talking about Howard, and we're not on Howard yet, let's move on. We're near Howard. 
How I'm would just the... so scared of Howard that it's just yeah. the thought of even getting to his card is terrifying. Mad respect right for Einstein's, but Howard is the real star of this uh, podcast. <laughs> we just want to get to Howard. We love him. Impairment I mean, defense. I... Oh, no. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, before when I said Borgman, I'd actually meant Howard. But okay. I, I Borgman because... I was... He'd literally just, it's the Borg in it. I just, I, I think Borg and go, that's <laughs> how it is. He's a Borg man. He's <laughs> a Borg man. Yeah. Switch <laughs> <laughs> your names around, it's perfect. Borgman isn't bad in the screw. No, but he isn't. He's like the hard counter in Arcanist to Jackdaw. So, um. Impassion defense. Impassion defense. defense or bonus action. Need a five, give it, give the target shield it. Really good. Two. Shielded two, in fact. So, yeah. Howard. Yeah, exactly. It's always a nice. It's, <laughs> all, it's always is a nice uh, bonus action to see. It's a shame that there's no trigger on it, but um, it's still really good as is. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's fair. That's yeah, on. That's on. on Tony as well, though, and then Tony's like, you need to do min five to even scratch it. I mean, Tony doesn't die anyway, <laughs> so it's just like. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could put shielding on anything, and it just it just enjoys it. So I find people tend to focus more on trying to kill Howard than Tony, so it goes on Howard most of the time. I know I do. So, minions. What's what comes in the minion box? The union miners cost five. Union miners. Yeah, they're they're the generic. I guess the the cheapest thing she can hire in keyword. No, 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 not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Although I, I would not argue anymore, yeah. you don't yeah, yeah. hire those, like no. ever, in my opinion. Strictly my opinion. Okay, Union Miner. <laughs> uh, five, five, five. Size two. Generic. Yep. Um, got Companion, so hooray. Um, this lets them activate after someone else has activated it, as opposed to Mouse's Accomplice. Hmm. Sadly, you can't string three activations together. That's probably good. That's probably a good thing. I know, but that'd be that'd be hilarious. Man. That'd be so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> no, hold on. No, I'm still going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You That's why to... chess clocks can't be a thing in Motherfuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unionized, like they all have. All of them have unionized, so that five five becomes a lot more reliable. Six wounds as well, so one more than the cost. So they're they're kind of tanky. Yeah. Um, demolitionist, something people forget a lot of the time. If when it activates, all destructible terrain within one inch is destroyed. Which could be really devastating for some characters. Yeah, like, um, off the top of my head, pit traps, ice pillars. I don't think pillow mark, I don't think, uh, pyre markers are destructible, are they? No. Um, but there's Pianos. loads of... Yeah, there's loads of uh, destructible terrain that you'd love to get rid of free. Mm -hmm. But that also ties in with their grit ability, which is called dash, which lets them push two inches at the start of their activation. And you decide the the order that those go in, so you could Mm. quite often push two inches to put yourself within one inch of destructible terrain and destroy said terrain. Fantastic. I mean, that's bad. that's yeah. It's nice. It just means again. It just lets you clear the way for uh, for the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. Back of card. Back of card. Mining tools. One inch range. Stat five. Uh, two, three, four damage track. Really generic, but your opponent cannot declare resistance triggers. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I resist resistance triggers don't come up a lot, but when they do, they're always 
genuinely annoying. So having the tax that completely ignore that is, I always quite like it personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one where um, they get to punch you back and gain an adrenaline. So it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be great. If you didn't <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or again, the writer. Yeah, again, the writer. Yeah, writer. Chris Strike, if you manage to get the. Ram and delay, which is which is a slow on a crow. So good, good triggers. Yes. Yeah. Stat five's not bad either. Yeah. Get a cheeky delay off yeah. the Union Miner. It's... Just just very generic <laughs> stat lines for a five soulstone model, which isn't bad. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. ways to get around it, like the defense being on positives, their willpower being on positives. You have access to adversary, which puts them on positives to attack. Um, the ranged attack is, I don't want to say it's bad. Yeah. It's It's just, you're not going to be using it a lot. It's called modified Waller. It's a 10 inch range stat five gun, gun attack. And the target gains burning one. That that's, that's it. I I, I can see that being a, well, I might as well just do something. There again, you've got concentrate as a as a well, might yeah. as well do something. So <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I can no, see that. Well, like no, it. you've got a tactical action that that is much more useful. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say though, modified welder is not terrible, and it's not terrible because if you put out burning one on an enemy model turn one or two, that is five or four damage. For yeah. If they don't address it, which burning one, you, you don't tend to. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to bother with that. Most most players don't even like cheat against this attack, so it's it's stealth damage. It's the long game that one, isn't it? Mm. If they somehow it's live, fire to the shoe that'll slowly <laughs> spread throughout the rest of them. Yep, as the game goes on. Uh, false claim, the tactical action we just talked about, um, glorious. Stat five, need a seven, three inch range. You put out two ski markers within that range, effectively four inches. It's good. I mean, yeah, false claim is always useful. I always like seeing false claim. It, it's it... guaranteed plant explosives most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you need. The thing is, at the end of the turn, you have to remove a ski marker. You can remove any ski marker. So if you have ski markers on the other side of the board that you aren't using, you can remove those and then get. Uh, plant explosives with the two you put down but you just keep that in mind that if you put down two one of them has to be picked up unless you have another ski marker somewhere else yeah yeah models with false claim i tend to just drop some ski markers turn one while i'm doing nothing uh, at the back of the board just Mm -hmm. ready for the the late game to remove so i can do that that plant explosives or whatever i want to do and you can do it if you're engaged hooray hooray all right. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 the third edition starter box for Tony. That's the core box, isn't that's it? That's the core so box. There's two other boxes that are MSU, aren't there? There's the Rift in the Union box and the Troubleshooters box. Now I'm so. gonna say there's one box that that we all want to hear about, and then there's a box that we we want to hear about, but maybe a little bit after. So choose wisely, Doug. <laughs> Which one are you gonna go for first? Uh, let me look build the suspense or put us out of our misery. I don't know what's <laughs> in each one off the top of my head. So we'll go with troubleshooters first, then I'll tell you what's in it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, um, oh, this is hard. Build the suspense on this. I mean, okay, no, actually, I'm going to say you need the troubleshooters box. 
Yeah, what do we do? So the troubleshooters is the captain, Fitzsimmons, and two gunsmiths. Yes. Mm. So should we start with the captain first? Because he's, he's yes. the henchman. Captain. Tom loves the captain. Tom, Tom loves the captain. <laughs> Tom will take the captain in every artist list he can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't love the captain. <laughs> oh, no! And, and this is where, if we hadn't already given it away, you would have realised that this isn't Tom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, this is <laughs> it's a good thing Tom isn't here because it would just, we'd have a fight now on our hands. I mean, we, we agreed <laughs> I'm Tom 2.0. I'm the better Tom. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I know, but you know, I think you're... Yeah, I mean... Who's the better Tom? The one that likes the captain, the one that hates him. I don't know. I don't. I don't so, hate him. It's just a. It's just a point of usefulness. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't fit into what you want to do. Yeah, real weird of me to be like, you take, you buy this one first. This model's not good. <laughs> <laughs> this Obviously, this is all coming from the opinion of my playstyle, which is a decent playstyle and make it very effective. But other people will play different ways, and if they get used to yeah. captain, awesome. I love yeah. the model. It's a great model. The dude is, is so freaking stoked. Has a big ass hammer. No backstory whatsoever. You have no idea what he's done in his life. I don't even think he's showed up in guy. any story. No. Yeah. He's even a captain. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. He's just a guy. It could be a cosplayer for all we know. That hammer could be foam. <laughs> Jesus. Look at the damage track. It's not foam. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Captain Henchman. Living versatile. Second, second MNSU henchman. Um, versatile is nice. Defense six. So if you're playing him with MNSU, that's six with a positive. A lot of the times, with power five, move of six, size of two, ten wounds for ten costs. Not bad. Um, Not bad. Probably the reason he's a versatile model is he has Medal of the Storm, which says models within three inches of him, when they de- suffer damage from gun attacks, reduce the damage by two. That's significant. Very. Yes, 100%. It is, you, Mad Dog is now plinking you for one damage. Yeah, Padita P- hates it. Absolutely hates it. I mean, anything that relies on shooting, the, the captain is such a good sort of versatile against those mo- those um, those masters. Like, so, yeah, like, I mean, even like Cooper is just like sad if he sees the captain. <laughs> The captain is priority number one if you're playing Cooper against Arcanists. If you see it pop down. Yeah, Seamus doesn't like it either. No, no, I can see that. Um, down the card. Agile can walk out of engagements. A defensive trigger, not built in, but on a mask, he has quick getaway. So after resolving, push this model up to five inches in any direction. That's oh. that's a good distance. That's quite a big distance, a distance, honestly. Not bad. Has the same grid ability as the miners do, which is dash. So push up to two inches. So on his activation, he can move 14 if he gets that grid off. Yeah, which he gets off if he's near Tony anyway. Yes. Or, or arm, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Half of the board. I, 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 yeah, I don't separate those two. So it's it's you're going to be within six of both of them most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and unionized, wrapping up the abilities. So, so pretty good, sort of a mobility-based setup mm. with an ability that, that this is one of the things. Like he has middle of the storm, which means you're getting use out of it if he's smack dab in the middle of most of your models. But the rest of the card says you want him to be a speed-based pinball, hitting things wherever you want them on the board, or you know, scheming at the late game. 
So there's a bit of a juxtaposition there. But at the very least, you're always reducing damage from gunshots by two. Yeah. Because it still affects him. Back of the card. Relic Hammer. Two-inch reach. Good. Stat six. Good. Three, four, six damage. And you ignore shielded. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, that is that, a lot of damage. That's what I'm saying. It's not styrofoam. The Relic Hammer, is that a standard standard across all Relic Hammer models now? Yeah. They have the exact same stats and triggers. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, well, not not triggers. Yeah, no, not triggers. triggers. Same, same damage, having... ignoring shielded, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Taylor's has Relic Hammer as well, doesn't she? And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Is it Johan who's got the other? Yes. Yes. Cool. For now. I do I'm, pay attention. I'm surprised that one hasn't shown up in Explorers. Oh, give them time. Because yeah, we, we, we know... Um, oh, God. Oh, they're going to kill me if I can't remember her name. He is human. He is human. He, don't, he forgets stuff on the wall like all of us. Oh, geez, is it, is it Janice? Janice, yeah. I think it's... Is it Janice? Jan... Janos? Not Janos. Janos sounds like the enemy of a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> uh, Relic Hammer, decent triggers. He's got Blaze on a Tome, which allows him to hand out burning. So a little bit of extra damage. And Knock Aside, which is probably more useful. It just lets you push the target four inches in any direction. Yeah, So even good. more movement shenanigans for your crew. Um, Cyclone is his Shockwave. It's... Eh, I I'm... don't understand the captain because he's like he's just this bald guy with a hammer who is really fast at walking <laughs> and can create cyclones out of nothing it's like what is he just he's a wind wizard it. just don't question it he's a wind wizard all right yeah. wind wizard yeah all right wind wizard. perfect answer doug like in in the fluff in the fluffy like he befriends the the wind gammon which is kind of a notable thing because they're very difficult to like control ah well there we go yeah Unless you're sand deep, then you know it's easy, mate. And you just summon them. You just summon them. Yeah. You know, you don't have to worry. Cyclone, his unique attack action. No, nothing else in the game has Cyclone. Uh, Shockwave, two inches. Um, the, the, the duel is a move, but it's on a target number of 12, which is below average. It deals two damage. Uh, models that are damaged by the action are pushed three inches away from the Shockwave marker. So a little bit of disruption there, but move 12 is pretty easy to, to get. The The ram trigger, though, puts it up to a move 14, which is a lot more reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much if you're going to do this, you probably want the ram in there. It's only an 8, isn't it? It's, it's not bad. Yeah. You can also stone for it because he's a henchman. Well, yeah, he's a henchman. Yeah, yeah. And you've got ways of getting stones back. Yeah. But if you flip into a, a tome, you can get spread the embers, which is models push two inches or more by this action, gain burning plus two. It's a, it's a weird qualifier in there. I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're the attacker, so you get to dictate who moves when. But it, yeah. it's kind of weird that you need two inches for that person to be set on fire. Yeah, that is a weird little caveat, isn't it? Yeah, and if you're doing two damage and burning two on models, your opponent's going to definitely cheat for that move 12 at that point. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of card draining, I guess. It's more reliable than assuming you're going to deal two damage and two burning to someone. Uh, last tactical action, wind barrier. Bonus action needs a four. Puts down two 50mm markers that are considering concealing terrain. And nothing else on that. You put down the yeah, big boobs, mate. He seems a tech pick in Tony, really, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, you know you're going up against that gun line. Yeah, if you're going up against the gun line, so like Parker and Perdita and Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Cooper, yeah. 
Cool. Have we figured yeah. out who the hammer was for in Explorers? I, I can't find it. We'll just go with Janice. It's, I think it's close. Yeah, in the Explorers book, we see that she has a collection of tyrant-related things, and she has what are almost definitely relic hammers stored uh, in there. Mate, if you can put a bloody gremlin in my faction, they can give him a, a, a relic hammer. Yeah, it'll be a gremlin with a relic hammer. No, I don't want it! <laughs> the shtick behind him is that you have to pay some sort of cost to use them. It's not explored a whole ton in the... Oh, maybe that in... was the cost. We got, a, we got a gremlin in the faction so that we saw that we got this relic hammer that's coming out. <laughs> I was just going to go into, I think, like, headcanon that the cost for the captain is he loses his name. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I think um, Taylor's is, like, she has to use it to, like, defend or protect people. I don't know what Johan's is. He has to wear dungarees. Okay, fair. Yeah, he always has to wear dungarees. <laughs> the the outfit of the peasant. Yeah. But I, 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 Captain's not bad. He's just not that useful very often in MNSU. So the steam... Uh, not the steam fitters. Or do you want to do the other henchman? No, it's the uh, Fitzsimmons, isn't it? It's Fitzsimmons. Yes. The man with a sign. The grumpy old man. That's the grumpy old man. How many henchmen yeah. are there? Three henchmen. In <laughs> yeah, yeah, three, henchmen, yeah. three henchmen and an enforcer that more or less be a henchman. <laughs> Just kind of so, top-loaded like that. Gretchen okay. Janice. Heck yes. Gretchen Janice. I just found the bloody book as well. I just found it when you got that. <laughs> Gretchen Janice. Well, we're right. Yeah. Okay. Fitzsimmons. She's basically the collector. Yeah. We well, don't know what she's up to. My oh, personal don't. theory is that she's actually the tyrant nameless, but I don't know if I've gotten into that or. We'll find out. Yeah. It? We'll find out at some point. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But like, I have a pretty, I have a decent argument for that. <laughs> so won't go into that. wrong. No won't, matter what they print, they're wrong. Won't go into that here or anything. Well, like <laughs> speculation is the fun part. I don't care if I'm wrong because at least <laughs> I'm getting more information. They have proven me wrong, which means we get more fluff. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, Fitzsimmons. This is the always bring. Always, 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 always bring. Um, some people say he's bad. Those people are Russian and they're not good at Tony. They're just good at versatile models. <laughs> not naming <laughs> names or anything. <clears throat> um, so how's this, how's this plague treating you guys? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, yeah, fair it's to middling. It really <laughs> fucked Tom over. <laughs> uh, Fitzsimmons. Uh, he used to own a brewery and then the guild shut it down. He got real mad. I mean, you look at him and he, he just look. He just looks like that crotchety old man. Can't be. He's not happy. He's never. The girl could do. Could give him like. Could give him like the world's best blowjob, and he'd still be pissed off. He'd still find something to be really annoyed about. I mean, he's what Irish, so you shut down. <laughs> you shut off his alcohol. You, you've heard it here first. The Irish are always angry. So, so, that was so, just so. more of the fact that he owned a brewery, and then they got shut down. So you, he lost his access to his alcohol. I that mean, that's that other stereotype, yeah. <laughs> so what's 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 uh, Fitzy do? No, well, he's Fitzy do he, he, he's got a cost of eight, um, five, 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 two. The the generic stat line, eight wounds. Yeah, right off the very first ability on his card, where you bring him all the time. Uh, solidarity. I read that as sobriety at first. <laughs> it's, it's oh, solidarity. Um, 
Sorry, I, I I misread the the two abilities at the very beginning of his card are why you bring him both of them. Solidarity. If a friendly model is at half wounds, they have hard to wound. That isn't called hard to wound. Yeah. So stacks with hard to wound. Yes. Although I, no one has hard to wound because they well, can get it from it this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't need it. They've only got it. They it's have to be with. They, they have to be within six inches. But most things are going to be within six inches of Fitzsimmons because it's a bubble crew. Yay! But the one that's going to come up more often, and I would say, yeah, probably the better ability is protected by the Union. Things that are also within that six inch bubble have armor one. That is an armor. So stacks I mean, with armor and stacks with shielded and. Yep. And there's definitely something that's got armor in this group. So someone's got like the armor ignoring trigger. It doesn't matter because it's the same armor. I mean, <laughs> it just makes them even more sort of survivable as a group. I mean, even I mean, flipping Tony's laughing even more <laughs> with this as well. Yeah. On top yeah. of everything else she does. <laughs> it's it's you need to look at the cards of the crew with this in mind at all times. Yeah. Everything seems like, oh, like they're on positive flips to defense and willpower, but those are relatively basic stats. Almost everything is five, with a few exceptions. So when they get hit, they're still going to get like damaged real hard, right? And I was like, well, no, most of the time they're going to have armor one. Or if you're Howard Langston, you're going to have armor one, pseudo armor one, terrifying, and if Amina's in the pool, also shielded. Unionized. Not not a ton of abilities on his card. All you need is those first two. Yeah. Um, back of card picket line. It's it's a two three four damage attack stat six. But the nice thing is, is that if he has a friendly model within three inches, and he will have a friendly model within three inches, it's a positive flip to the attack. Smacks him with that fucking sign, mate. Yeah. So he doesn't do a ton of damage, but it's very reliable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, if if he can smack him with a sign, why is the lawyer girl not smacking with the uh, clipboard? Come on, weird. Well, she needs it together. She needs to keep her papers in order to do all the lawyery stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sign's weighted just right. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Arson, um, another attack action. Basically does a shockwave, but it has to be centered on a ski marker. You have ways to put down ski markers that don't require interact action, so it's, it has more utility than that, but usually you don't want to be blowing up your ski markers all that often. But if your opponent thinks they can get be sneaky and throw ski markers 10 inches away from your bubble, then just blow it up. It's useful. It's yeah, it's a niche thing that, but it'll stop a, a breakthrough or something like that in the back line. It's it's one of those that comes in handy on the mm-hmm. other occasion that you need it, but you're not you're not using it all the time. No. Interrogate the uh, attack action that I don't use very often at all um it's not bad it's just you can use this ap for something else it, it's it's a stat five against an opponent's willpower and they must discard a card if they, if they happen to be within three inches of one of their scheme markers you can draw a card but half the time you're blowing that up anyway so unless you really want to make sure that you interrogate and then arson it's not going to happen all that often Mm-hmm. It still has use because what's the point of failing this attack? Because you're going to have to discard a card anyways. Or what's the point of cheating against this attack? I guess. Yeah, because it's not you get to choose the card you discard. So it's yeah. like cheating a 
an average card to pass it or just discard a shit card anyway. It's mm-hmm. yeah. But there's it's it's a good amount of hand bleed for your opponent. Iron the MNSU actually attacks a hand sort of organically. Whereas a lot of other uh, crews that attack hands have like direct discard things, but it's more of a case yeah, of like, like Yuko. you're going to have to be cheating a lot more to hit us. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at his bonus action to be honest, thinking I was looking at his bonus action and thinking, oh, that might make something more relevant that we dismissed earlier. Uh, so yeah, what's, the, yeah. what's the burning action? Uh, the burning action. What's the bonus action that might involve burning? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I didn't start the fire, which I'm not sure if that's in the game anywhere else or not. I don't think I've ever seen it before, but I could be wrong. Okay. I could be wrong. Uh, And the burning condition on the target, enemy only, drop a ski marker into base contact with the target. So that 10-inch gun that you just put one burning on a model from the um, Union Miners can be used by Fitzsimmons to put down a ski marker, which you can then interrogate the person. So you draw a card, and you discard, and then you can arson the marker. Yes, that is that's really nice. The Thalarian Queller has it. Okay, is that a thing? Is that have I said that? <laughs> yeah, what? Well, yeah, is that the Sonya um, the, the the thing? That yeah, the Sonya Witch Hunter one. See. Yeah, thanks yeah, to the yeah. amazingness of the app, I can just search for I didn't. <laughs> <It tells me laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Thank you, DZ. That's amazing programming by DZ right there. Um, I guess he can put it out if he manages to hit someone with his own arson attack. So it's a possibility you could arson. I didn't start the fire and then arson again. Well, it says enemy only, so... Oh, yeah, you mean it gets enemy... Sorry, I was thinking like allies. Yeah. I was like... Oh, no, the arson puts burning one as well as damage. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, you could just kill it. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. So that, that's... The, the dream there's arson, I didn't start the fire, interrogate... No, the dream is arson. I didn't start the fire and then go, ha, JK, arson again. (laughs) (laughs) It depends if you need the scheme right there or not. Which, Mm -hmm. usually your opponent is not in the exact place you need a scheme marker to be. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, but you can bluff bluff these things. I I believe this is an okay play style for, for him. I just don't use it most of the time. He is... Often just like mopping up models with one or two wounds on them, and then he's dropping ski markers within the middle of the bubble. It is a eight soul stone model I often use to drop ski markers. It's great. It's, it's just the passive abilities are so useful. Yeah, I think you, you take him for the front of his card rather than the back, really, yep. don't you? Cool. Well, that wraps up that box. No, it doesn't. Um, well, no, it doesn't. Oh, it's very important models. How dare you forget about the gunsmiths? Yeah, shit. I do apologize. The gun guitar, gunsmiths. The gun guitar um, maestros themselves. <laughs> they're good. Oh, good god, oh, yeah. they're so good. <laughs> yes, they are. so good. Uh, eight soulstone minions. So hey, it's a ten soulstone minion because you're bringing you're you're bringing magical training. Hmm. And they're standoffish enough and survivable enough that you're going to just, yeah, it's it's these guys. Bring one. Bring one. Bring one. If you're playing MNS, you bring one. They're just, they're just so good. Did I mention they're good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I 100% agree with you. We've not even gone through the cards yet. Yeah, okay. So what makes them so good? Uh, not their, not their uh, stat line, for sure. 5552, five, yeah. five, a reoccurring theme. 
They do have hard to kill, though. One wound less than their cost, but they do have hard to kill. Plus that armor from Fitzsimmons most of the time. Um, An ability called Easy Targets, which, again, I kind of want to look at, because I don't think I've seen this in the game either. Yeah, I don't think... I think think that is literally just for them. Um, Basically, if your opponent is not in cover or has concealment, you gain a positive flip to the attack, which is good. Yeah, that is good. It depends on like how busy your board is, but usually you can maneuver the gunsmith so your opponent does not have cover or concealment. I mean, to be fair, you can also use other things like mouse's uh, move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, um, the obey. Yes. There's quite a few movement shenanigans you can do to get them into easy kill range, so... That doesn't seem like that hard to do. The other thing that you might not initially notice about this is it negates friendly fire. Oh, yeah. Unless they they have concealment and are engaged, then it doesn't, but... Yeah, so just... Yeah, okay, that's really... That is actually really useful. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't just shoot them with your... Or stab them with your guns. That's that's an I option. Mean, exactly. Yeah, that's an option. A unionized, which we've seen before... Gunfighter, which relatively common, just, you can shoot someone in melee. Um, their grit is stupid good. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into yeah. the, the absolute BS that this model is. Their grit is resourceful. That says when you make an attack action, you get to pick any suit you want and add that to the dual total. She may or may not. They they may or may not have uh, some triggers. It might be yeah, it's, uh, it, <laughs> it's one or two. Like, yeah, it's not like the uh, the main attack has like every trigger in the song. Yeah, for each suit. also doesn't so... doesn't no idea that it's possible some of these triggers also stack with a number of suits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, the nice thing is because they're so they're so range focused that it, it, it's it's very easy to be within three of uh, Tony or mm-hmm. I mean for them to just blap 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 yeah also it's also six inches not three. Oh, is it six inches sorry yeah. the three the three six is inches. for uh unionized and I also really appreciate that the uh the female gunsmith is like is holding the gun sideways like a gangster she has like six guns on her yeah exactly <laughs> and a sword <laughs> that she doesn't use but yeah the yeah. sword is the sword is secretly another gun it's exactly it's just it's a gun sword Gunblade. Oh jeez. Oh no! I need. I, I need to do a cloud strife. <laughs> Gunsmith. <laughs> uh, not uh, not cloud. God, squall. Squall. Sorry. It's all right. Sorry. We'll 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 we'll, do, we'll beat that. Chris, what we'll do is we'll beat that out, and then we'll just have like a robot. We'll just have Doug doing like a, a motionless. Uh, oh yeah, I need to replace it with squall. <laughs> <laughs> I've done trickier edits in the past. To be fair, I really haven't played either of those games. Well, I mean, that might even be a bigger heresy than anything else you've said. So, let's just move on to the attack. I have a weird relationship with video games. We're not going to get into that. Yeah, let's move on to the attack. It just Uh, plays that one where you're a pigeon. Is it Hatterful Boyfriend? Yeah, Hatterful Boyfriend. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Hats of all of all the games you played, you played Hats of All Boyfriend. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> Custom firearms is their one yes! attack action. <laughs> Moving on. I love this. I am getting you guys off 
topic. We, I mean, we, we still need Tom's the one that keeps us on topic yeah. all the time. So. I'm, the, I'm the anti-Tom. I'm Mott. <laughs> oh my god, he is the anti-Tom. He's Mott with Divock. <laughs> Mott Divock. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a gun that shoots. Range. Range 12. Stat 6. Good. Stat 6 with often getting positive flips. Also good. Resisting defense. No one's surprised. 2, 4, 5 damage track. 2 is not the most exciting, but there are 8 soul stones, which it's probably still the average damage on minimum. But 4, 5, pretty pretty tasty. Yeah, I always like that. I, I For some reason, I, if I see like a 2, 4, 5... Because um, there's quite a few models that have it. I, I always find that a little tasty because that moderate becomes a lot more dangerous than it usually would be. Especially yeah. with this model because of its ram trigger. I like to say that if you are, have a damage track where moderate is twice as much as weak, then it's always better to focus and attack as opposed to attacking twice. Mm. 100% I agree. I mean, there's a possibility you could hit them for not double minimum, but... It usually costs more resources. But anyways, um, you don't really have to worry about focusing a whole ton. Because <laughs> the very first trigger on this attack action is Puncture. Which gives mm. you a positive flip to the damage, depending on the number of rams you have, up to two positive flips. Which means that, at the very least, if you don't want to use any of the other uh, triggers on the card, you are innately at a positive flip to damage. Yeah. That's kind of good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And because it's a 2 4 5, you don't feel the need to cheat in a severe on that damage. You can you, you can waste your moderates. Yeah, a 6 to get 4 damage is well worth it. Yeah, it's 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 bad. <laughs> it's great. Uh armor <laughs> piercing on on a tome. Um this is when you do actually want to be using focus or putting focus on them because you're not getting the positive flips and you want to be armor piercing at four or five damage it's it's so good um less often used quick reflexes it lets you take another attack against a different model but also allows technically you to attack four times in your turn if you really want to if you need to spread damage out and you're not worried about dealing a ton of damage in one place it's good and this is the reason i don't declare severe injury on tony is because they have severe injury on their gun, and they can get a free crow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get free everything. It's 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 dumb. You get too injured, <laughs> and you get too injured. I have on more than occasion dealt someone four injured on the gunsmith's <laughs> activation. Ooh. That just melts, and nothing's Ooh. going to live after that. That's you got to. No. They Ooh, have to clear it as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> yeah, what about the, um, the tactical actions? Do you ever use target practice? Oh, all the time. Target practice yeah. is is great because you need Fitzsimmons to stay in the center of your bubble. The gunsmiths aren't required to do that as much, so they can go out and start blowing up markers on the outskirts for like outflank and stuff. And because if you have a severe in hand. Uh, like, if you have a king, that's a 15-inch range on that target practice. So you don't even have to be that far away from the bubble. No, you don't. No. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I know it doesn't do damage, but uh, seeing, a re- seeing 20 against uh, a 20 is a range. 
always terrifies me that they might add that to some sort of gun or something in the future. Oh, uh, they so... did. They have. <laughs> well, not, 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 not on the gun, but the reason target practice is a 20 inch range is because Perdita has it and she can actually get the 20 inches. Yeah, so can the um, 10 Thunders Archers. Oh, Jesus. This is stat six on that? Uh, well, they've got the Chi, haven't they? Oh, fair. Yeah, the cheating oh, stuff. Yeah. I think there's that five with Ew. on it with the with chi. Ew. So they don't even need the red joker. And really, time, like monks don't aren't a, an issue anymore. So I guess I shouldn't be complaining too much. <laughs> Creep along. The They're bonus scary. action. Just, just, just money here. Just move yeah. towards a friendly model in line of sight. Gets, yeah. Gets yeah. you out of trouble. Gives you a free movement. Just, just great. It's another way of keeping within that bubble or keeping within mm-hmm. uh, that six inch to get the uh, resourceful. Yeah, it just means outside Solid. of turn one, you aren't walking very much. You're spending no. most of your AP shooting things. That's exactly what you want to be doing with them, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, they are my favorite target for magical training, obviously because they have a decent amount of survivability and the magical training gives them more survivability. And then they are also my favorite target for Vendetta because they can punch above their weight all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That eight points is a nice little sweet spot for Vendetta, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is because you're covering a lot of other eight Soulstone things and those eight Soulstone things are usually not that hard to kill still at that cost range. But also, if if you just want to be a huge jerk, you just shoot a guy that's currently engaged with half your crew for two damage, declare vendetta, and then laugh as they attempt to run away while the rest of your crew just destroys them. <laughs> evil. Evil. evil man. Cool. So that about covers off that box, uh, which I think will lead us nicely into an ad break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the uh, most hated model in the crew, the big boy himself. The main uh, star Howard. of this podcast. <laughs> the star of the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey you! Yeah you there! Are you suffering from the oppressive hands of capitalism? Are you being persecuted for wanting better wages, safer working environments, or simply to be treated like a human being? Has the guild unjustly accused you of performing magic? Or are your nosy neighbors labeling you as a terrorist? Then the Miners and Steamfitters Union is for you! Yes, the Miners and Steamfitters Union will have your back through thick and thin, taking on the guild and fat cat businessmen in the name of the working class. You'll enjoy many privileges, those DIRTY SCABS! <coughs> Non-union workers could ever dream about! Living wages, a 12-hour workday, cool robot limbs, legal defense fees, alibis, we have it all! But don't take my word for it, let's hear from a few of our union members! I was living in a horrible situation down at the Bedlam Quarry. Day after day and night after night of non-stop pain and suffering. After signing up with the MNSU, though, they moved me to a cushy job in Innocence. and far, far away from my dick of an ex-husband. Before I joined the Union, I was constantly shunned and harassed in such a male-dominated field. But once I joined, the MNSU made sure I could dedicate my career to my true passion. Mining? Extreme violence. Steam fitting. Extreme steam fitting. 
The guild arrested me after I accidentally set fire to that guardsman. But I swear, that fireball was a scientific invention, not magic. <clears throat> also, it was self-defense. Anyway, with the union at my back, Miss Naidu made sure I got off scot-free. After losing most of my body to guild thugs, I thought I was dead. However, the union patched me up, gave me a new lease on life. Now that I'm fitted with two powerful executioner claws, prehensile bladed tendrils, and arachnoid legs that can punch through steel, I can... continue to pursue a peaceful and fulfilling career in the mining industry. Wowee, what stirring testimonials! But if you're still not convinced, how about a word from our one and only union president, Tony Ironsides? If you put that f***ing microphone in my face one more f***ing time, I'll beat you into next Thursday. Thank you, Miss Ironsides. Your words inspire us all. And thank you, dear listeners. I know each and every last one of you will clamor out the door and go register with the Miners and Steve Vitters Union right this instant because you know what's good for you. And those of you who are still on the fence, well, let's just say the Guild and all who will support them will eventually get what's coming to them. Just you wait. Welcome back to the Halifax Show. Um, so we've gone through all the boxes that don't really matter, and now we're on to the box that does matter because <laughs> the main one. It involves a metallic crab man, Doug <laughs> Howard Langston, taken away. <laughs> you probably, you probably, honest, you probably want to buy the Tony box before this one. Otherwise, I don't. No, just Howard. No, just Howard. <laughs> just Howard. Just Howard. Just, just an entire crew of Howard. Yeah. Uh, sadly, he's not a henchman because having foreign henchmen in a crew of like nine models is hilarious. Come on, wait. He, he is the um... only con. He is the only enforcer in the crew. Um, yeah. And that's it's it's fine. He's pretty much a, a henchman, anyways. He does real well with the upgrade that gives uh, with Soulstone Cash. Yes, it's a good idea giving him social cash. Cost of ten for defense, so lower on the defensive abilities, but also almost always have positive flips. Five willpower, five movement, size three. He's a big boy on a fifty millimeter base. Big spidery spider boy. Um, was a lackey for Ramos in second edition, and now he's running with Ironsides, which makes no sense. I'll, it makes no sense because as far as the fluff is concerned, he's not happy with the whole Ramos getting arrested thing. So I'm not sure why he has the keyword, but I'm not going to tell Weird to not put him in the crew because he is yeah. essential to my playstyle. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for giving us this wonderful model. Um, to be fair, he's... They could have made him versatile. It could have been a lot worse. Oh, God. Um... But I play with a with a with an alt model, so mine isn't even Howard Langston. We'll just call him Steamborg Executioner because, like, first edition, <laughs> he was not te- he was just Steamborg Executioner. It's not he's not the only one of his kind, but he's the only named one. If that makes any sense. I had to find a use for my guild ball models. Anyways, well, yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, no, like the miner's version of Colossus is is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a good shout that actually because it is a really nice model. Not as nice as the real weird produced Howard Langston though. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah where Rama, we find out Ramos doesn't exactly know how to count because spiders have eight legs and he's got eleven limbs, I think. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> he's a crab spider beast. Crabs yeah. also don't have eleven limbs. Scorpion crab spider beast. I mean, fight me, Doug. <laughs> I think Scorpion counts as nine, so keep well, trying. Ramos, Ramos was a really—he loved the idea, and he also really liked Doctor Octopus, right? Just, and he decided to add it both together to get Howard Langston. He just like onto Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, onto Arnold Schwarzenegger. He added like all the things he liked more. We got Howard Langston. So what's what's Howard Langston do over the kill and be manly? Wait, hold on. Do, do you get the uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger reference? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Very few people will remember that movie. Oh yeah. The greatest man. movies of all time. Oh yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Moving on. Jingle all the way by the by by the way, folks. It's it's nostalgia <laughs> for me because I kept watching it. In oh no, that's not even jingle all the way, is it? <laughs> Anyways, Chris, he's got out. he's got armor one. We gotta keep going. <laughs> Armor one. I can't believe I'm the one trying to pull this together. <laughs> uh, armor one. Why do you think Tom's not here? I'm going to say armor one a billion times. Uh, his unique grid ability lets him use his bonus action trail of gore without requiring the need to remove an enemy ski marker. Horrible. Re- really useful. You go from a two AP Howard Langston to a three AP Howard Langston. Joy. Uh, unionized, <laughs> everyone knows that. He's got power converter from the augmented keyword that lets him pick up scrap markers to give him power tokens, which you can use with positive flips or suits. You're not getting nearly as many of those in this crew, but there is a way to feed them to him if you want. Terrifying 11. Kind of makes up for the defensive four, but we're looking at defensive four, armor one, pseudo armor one, some shielded sometimes, and if he gets a lot of damage, also hard to wound. I think that's enough defensive abilities on him. Yeah, it, it's it's fair dudes, isn't it? Combined well, with all the other bubbles he's sat in anyway, that are giving uh, him positive to defensive willpower and reducing all his damage by one and whatever else. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's good. He's good. Um, uh, yeah. Unimpeded, so ignoring severe. That's nice. That's because he's a spider octopus scorpion thing. Yeah. He's Howard. Back of action, back of card, one attack action, one lonely attack action. I wish this was good at all at anything. Um, executioner clause, <laughs> two inch range, lovely stat six, lovely uh, three four five damage track. Target may not declare resistance triggers during this action. So um, normally Zoraida is a horrible model to play against with iron sides, but now that you have <laughs> Howard Lance, you got three models just beating on that poor old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I like you didn't foresee this, did you, bitch? I don't play against a lot of defensive triggers. Just, just the way my meta is. So when it comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and this model also doesn't care. And I also brought a, a Soulstone Meyer, which also doesn't care. Yeah, you know, they're very good. <laughs> they're very good. Um, three, four, five damage track with is actually his most useful trigger on this is heave you would think it would be the execute because execute's good Mm. discarding a card or a soul stone from your opponent's hand 
And if they, for some reason they don't have those, then the model dies. Um, like the Wind is also actually pretty useful late game when you actually are scheming with Howard Langston. <laughs> which pushes, That's the biggest yeah, flex at it, that point. It pushes up him up five inches, ignoring models. So, I don't... Does he jump? <laughs> I'm trying to visualize how exactly he's just going through a, a, some models, because he's in a hurry. It's terrifying either way, but heave heave is the uh, okay executes on a crow like the wind is on a mask. Heave is the ram trigger. Place the target anywhere within three inches of this model. So if you wanted to put them on the complete other side of Howard Langston, that is seven inches of movement. Yeah, yeah. So you know the person has butterfly jump you just so happen to have space between all of your beaters for a 30 millimeter model, <laughs> just plop them in the group and watch them suffer. <laughs> You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. There's also another reason for that as well, but um, this, your opponent tries to avoid getting hit by this. I'm okay with pulling cards out of their hands because the, reason I use them actually is Vent Steam. So we're finally yeah. getting to talk about Vent Steam. It's good. It's a good ability. There's more of it in a Mayfang crew. Yeah. But unlike a Mayfang crew, you don't have two different ways to get your opponent to make a charge into Tony Ironsides. Thus mm. proccing the hazardous damage once for the movement, once for the attack, and then Tony hits them back. Minimum four damage. Eek. Eek. Yep. Snip, snip. <laughs> yeah. Snip. Yeah, no, my, my play style is definitely a hazardous-based crew with Howard at the center of that. Just because the, the steam covers a lot of space, it's incredibly efficient because not only is it producing hazardous, it's giving concealment to everything in that bubble. And unlike concealing terrain, you just get it there's no like avoiding yeah. it if you're within one inch of someone so yeah very useful and this is why i'm like activating amina first to have amina obey howard to put up the steam cloud so i can use all of howard's three attacks on someone but the heave is another thing where if you hit someone you get the heave off you move them within three and if your steam bubbles up that's another point of damage basically become a four five six as long as you're not fighting constructs horrible yeah it's, it's pretty horrible, good man. and then the trailer I say this is someone who's played against it and felt all of this <laughs> suffered everything you've just talked about yeah 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 um trail of gore the bonus action can take a melee attack or a walk usually requires removing an enemy ski marker but you know you don't care about that because you got the grit ability yeah. Yeah. I think you're almost never using the other bonus action, are you? The, the transfer power one, because the trailer goes just too good. Also, you have no one to really give it to, unless you absolutely desperately need to move Howard two inches, but usually just using your trail of gore to take a disengage will give you more distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, there, it's there for Hoffman. That's fine. Yeah, that's it. If he needs it, in with Hoffman, I'd yeah. use trail of gore. He says, as someone who's never played as Hoffman. As where Mouse's bonus action always seems to attract the Red Joker, Howard's Executioner Claws almost always attract my High Tongue cards, which is the one suit he doesn't have a trigger on. 
standard. <laughs> but if you so give him well, cards, is like me with dice. If you give him power tokens, then he doesn't care. And there is ways to give him power tokens, which we I guess we can get into if you want. Unless you want to complain about Howard more. I I, I like Howard. You know, but I'll be honest with you, that I kind of have that thing where every time I I use Soulstone for a suit. I can guarantee that it'll be the blood, the whatever card flip will be the fucking suit I wanted. And not only that, it'll be the exact card. You yeah. need the six of tomes or whatever. Yeah, so you spend a soul stone to get a tome and you flip the six of tomes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're talking about that. So a little bit of, I guess, quick advice for if you're doing this play style. Remember yeah. the concealment also applies to your enemy models. So Tony's Bring It is going to be on negative flips if they're within the Steam Cloud. Now, if you happen to have used Amina to obey that model, they might have, let's say, Adversary, in which case you don't care anymore. But as well as that, a movement of zero inches still counts as a movement. So even if they're base to base with you, if you do bring it, they still have to move zero inches and make an attack, which is still hitting the hazardous twice. Eek. Yeah. I use that on multiple occasions to like kill a guilty with hazardous, so I don't get the upgrade that gives my opponent uh, extra cards. Yeah. Get around it nicely. Yeah. It's 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 wonderful. Okay, we can we can move on to Steam Fitter now. Yeah, so what do the Steam Fitters do? This is the last minion. Three minions, three henchmen, one enforcer for the MNSU keyword. This one costs six, a little bit more than the Union Miner. It is a 5552. You've seen that once or twice in this keyword. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Their grid ability is, is useful. It's not insanely good, but at the very least, you're always going to be able to put it on someone, which includes themselves. It just gives out shielded one. Awesome. It's fair dues. Maybe fair just dues. give it to yourself. Your six wounds, defense five, positive flips, willpower, positive flips with shield and one. Awesome. Although I guess if you activate them very end of the turn, that's pointless. But anyways, unionized. Hooray. Power converter. They also have the augmented keyword. Forgot to say that. So Hoffman can bring them. Although according to most Hoffman players I've heard of, they aren't useful. Kind of understandable. Yeah, I, I think it's because it's because they're not constructs, and therefore Hoffman can't give them uh, power tokens. But I think the new version doesn't care as long as they're augmented. I'll have to double check that. Possibly, yes. Yeah. So you might see more play with him. I mean, getting them power tokens is good. They are support models, but they're good putting good use to that. But I can go to the back. Uh, welding torch, one inch range, stat of five, nothing exciting. A two, three, three damage track and burning one. You can pick up, you can discard power tokens uh, to increase the range. I'm not entirely sure why you would necessarily want to do that. I've never used it, but also I don't get a lot of power tokens on them. I'll be, I'll be honest. My dream would be to get as many power tokens on that model as possible and discard them all just to get like a, like, get that 20 inch range. Uh... <laughs> 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 Which is well, well in touch. touch. Well yeah. in touch with the range of a artillery gun. This sounds uh, amazing to me. It's the same <laughs> as uh, Hoffman, I think, but he's got better, yeah, tri- he's got better triggers because yeah. he's a master. Um, but if they're con- if it's a friendly construct, it heals them too, as opposed to the damage track, which is good. Very good. On uh, a ram, devastating strike, positive flips to the damage and blasts, which suddenly makes it a decent damage dealer of a model. Yes. Um, blade. Yeah, I suppose that's where the range comes in there, though, isn't mm-hmm. it? 
uh, Blaze on a tome, which does extra burning, and Spool Up also on a tome that gives them a power token. I'm usually going for Spool Up if I, if I manage to lock into that tome. It's a shame they can't give the tomes to themselves, isn't it? I suppose they can by discarding the power token. Yes, <laughs> so they, they, they can. Think- <laughs> defeats kind of the purpose of getting it, it back defeats again. the purpose. I would be using it's it. on your opponent, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of thing I'd do. <laughs> yeah, same. I'd do that as well. <laughs> I am using the power tokens when I get them, which again isn't all that often for their tactical action. In case in steel, which by its base value is crap. Um, yeah, three range stat for target number ten needing a tome. So you need to innately need a six of tomes to even get it to go off. And by itself, it just gives out shielded one. It's the triggers that do it. Um, but if you target a construct like Howard Langston, then you get that tome built in. Hmm. And also, if you're targeting Howard Langston with this, there is a tome trigger for MNSU models only that gives them focus plus one. Bronze boxing gloves. You make him even more stronger because you've given him boxing gloves now. You put boxing gloves over his stabby murder yeah, hands exactly. and somehow it becomes more powerful. Yeah, exactly. Of course it does. So, I mean, <laughs> if you if you have six of tomes in your hand, you can give focus to someone else. With Howard's damage track, focused isn't as useful as something like the gunsmith. Yeah. But if you have power tokens, then you can don't care about needing that suit and it's a good ability but you only use it if you know you're getting one of the triggers the other trigger is on a ram and um you have to discard a scrap marker within range but it gives out shielded plus two so that's shielded three total Um, Mm -hmm. at least they can generate their own scrap which is what i was kind of hinting at being able to feed howard power tokens if you wanted the bonus action discarded tool it says you either discard a card or remove a scrap marker within rage, you're, discard- you're discarding a card. Uh, and you can drop either a scheme or a scrap marker in base contact with this model. So you can always feed a power token to Howard or a power token to yourself. Makes them actually pretty good scheme runners. Yes. As well. Does. Just all in all, a pretty solid model for six soul stones. Yeah, it, it seems that way. Yeah, it does with- seem that they are just... Good all rounders, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I'm bringing Howard, they can heal Howard. They can give Howard shielded. They can give Howard power tokens. They're just Howard is a 16 soulstone model. Look at it this way. <laughs> plus the plus the upgrade. Oh yes, 18 soulstone model. But he is <laughs> he is getting that worth. He's back. worth it. Yeah, things are getting the yeah enemies are going to die near him constantly. Yeah. Uh, any other models then uh, worth a shout okay. out? Because that's the entire keyword yeah. covered now. So yeah, the any keyword, versatiles you like, or the keyword is pretty small. Yeah, for, for now, um, we got one model in with Malifaux Burns that I would argue is probably only useful with the other version of Tony. So you got to kind of tack in your stuff for who you're up against. But the good thing is that because Ironsides disrupts your opponent's um, placements and brings them into her, you can bring a lot of things that like, oh, this is good, but it's going to die if my opponent focuses it down. Well, your opponent's probably not going to focus it down if they are engaged with Ironsides. They're just more important targets like Howard Langston. So that makes the Mechorachnid better, I would say. Neil Henry better as well. Um, 
Envy is a good substitute for Howard in case you really, really need shooting. You just slap the the sputtering exhaust on it, which you're not dealing the hazardous damage, but you're still putting concealment on a lot of your models. And that concealment bubble is sometimes more important than the hazardous, especially going up against shooting crews, because that's putting your opponent on negative. So either they have to burn AP to focus or they have to... And, and or they're just not going to hit you, so there's that efficiency in that. Um, Steam arachnid sometimes because you are in a bubble, you don't really have anyone in the crew that's necessarily good running outside and scheming. Sometimes you just need a super skeep, cheap schemer. So there goes the steam arachnids. They're always a good choice to steam arachnids. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of breath there. Saboteurs, decent, okay picks. I wish they had a shooting attack, but. It's all right. It's a bit of an overkill. Like, if you know your opponent is going to put out just an absurd amount of scheme markers, bringing Fitzsimmons and a saboteur is hilarious. <laughs> as far as the other one that's just, like, good at fighting is the Emissary. If I need to cover a lot of the board, it's usually Tony's Bubble and then the Emissary by itself. It's just a good, fast, hard-hitting model. Um, more of the, the tech picks now, uh, the ones I actually want to get into a little bit of. One of them is Essence of Power. It's normally for Sandeep, but... Essence of Power, really? Yes. Oh, why? Because that Amplify can cover most of your crew. And suddenly everyone is stat 6, 7, 8 on their attacks. Oh, and defense. So, like, everyone becomes a defense six with positive flips. It's it's pretty obscene. But, that is, I see. That is yeah. interesting, actually. Yeah, interesting it's, it's worth five. You just got to make sure that you are presenting better targets for your opponent than the essence because it'll just die real quick if they focus on it. The idea is to put Tony and Howard or Captain into them where they have to deal with those two or they're going to die. Sort of the mm. general idea of how the playstyle works for me. Um, Medical Automaton. It's just good at healing. And there's a lot of living models in this crew that are bunched yeah. together. So it doesn't have to go very far to do the healing. And does a spot healing on its ability. Works better in Tony than Hoffman. In, yeah, in Augmented. Yep. Yeah. Cassandra. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, um, Tom really likes the uh, R2-D2 as well. So, Yeah. 100%. The tomato, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah, the tomato, yeah. <laughs> Medical tomato. Medical tomato. tomato. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Cassandra, another good pick. One, because she's a good independent operator outside of the bubble that can do some good scheming, but also the upstage action, which is where she borrows a tactical action from a friendly model. This is where you borrow intimidation from Ironsides. Which means she doesn't have to go first. You can activate Cassandra, do upstage, do her finesse. Because she wants to be activating early anyways to put finesse up. And suddenly a bunch of models have adversary on them. Or your opponent has lost some good cards. I see. That's quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just pondering it for a little bit. Like, oh. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just... There's a lot of information there to process. It's, uh... So it seems that you have like, quite a lot of versatiles that you... Um, that you find useful with Tony, which is, yeah. is, is cool. Really cool, actually. Mm -hmm. Is there, I know there's never such a thing as a standard 50 Soulstone list in Malifaux, but what what would be like a standard all-round list for you or for someone new to Tony, just a good list to start out with for them? 
Um, Craig asked me this like three years ago when I did Tony for him, but now I have an actual list. Before it was like, uh, I just like, I most of the time I like to react pretty heavily to what my opponent's bringing and the yeah. pool, but I've got something. 39, yep, there we go. I'm just double checking my math. How, Tony Mouse, obviously. Howard, Fitzsimmons, Amin and Naidu, a gunsmith, and a Union Steam Fitter. Fair dues. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much that's solid, yeah. Yeah, that's something I fear. I absolutely fear the same. <laughs> it's a bit and of, you're only buying. It's a bit elite, two, but uh two boxes there. Your stuff's pretty, pretty well, Fitz and Howard are in different boxes. Three boxes. Three boxes. Yeah, two uh, yeah, just the two extra boxes is pretty much neat enough. Not bad. Um, yeah. Only one other special mention. That's the mechanical writer. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a writer in that mate. Yeah, that's given. They're always a good option. So here's the thing: like the mechanical writer, one like they actually get a lot of benefit out of the four suit thing on the rebel ability because with all the positive flips, you're actually churning through most of your deck every round. So yeah. being able to just suddenly say my deck is severe's is is good. Um. But, yeah, something I was going to say. There seems a lot of card discard and things like that, but not much card draw. Yeah, well, the, the idea is like you have your hand and you can save those cards mostly for attacks you need to go through or target numbers you need to hit because your defense is going to be solid. You don't have to cheat a whole ton with that. And um, if you play around with the adversary, then you don't need to cheat nearly as much for attacks either. There's a little bit of card draw, but it's it's not easy to do. It's the like, Omni and Fitz, I think, are the two. It's enough, it's enough to keep you going, isn't yeah. it? But it's you can also, obviously, if you're bringing the writer, then you can draw an absurd amount of cards with him. Her. It, them. Them. <laughs> them. The one thing I want to talk about, why I specifically picked Mech Rider to talk about. And it's literally, oh, go on, go on. I always bring it for Corrupted Ley Lines. Yeah. It is my lodestone carry every time. I mean, they're good, they are good carriers, though, for, uh, because that movement. Yeah, was it move seven, solid. ride with me? Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. got a ranged attack, which two of the other riders don't have. And you're kind mm. of just duttering about building up fate tokens while you're scoring the strategy. And so you don't really need to bring them in until either turn three or two, depending. Um, but often, actually, I'll capture the middle marker turn one with them. And then first activation, just get them out of there. Jesus. But because Ironsides can tank a lot and tar pit a lot, the fact that you have 10 soul st- 11 soul stones running around scoring the strategy and not really affecting you know, the opponent's crew is just fine. You just move the bubble in the middle of the board and then laugh as your opponent tries to dislodge you. <laughs> yeah, I think they're they're causing a big enough distraction that the rider can run around doing what it wants, really, unopposed. Plus, anything that goes after it, I suppose Tony can just pull it straight in, can't she? Yeah, it's not going to die, and you can heal it with the steam fair. Yeah, you can yeah. just charge um, into it, which I enjoy surprising my opponent with. It's like, oh yeah, you can you can just charge a friendly construct and heal it. Awesome. So that should lead us nicely onto Tony too, and what she brings to the crew. Oh, the best Tony too. The best thing she brings to the crew is the fact that she plays differently enough 
that your opponent can't tech into the keyword nearly as well as they used to. That's good. That's yeah, good. that's what I you want like, out of these new masters. Yeah, exactly. That's I think the best masters are the ones that have a complete sort of different idea of how to play that keyword. Mm-hmm. So what does she do different? Um, <laughs> weird, I think, decided that they would be really nice to me and um, make fun of me at the same time. Or just, just make me mad because like I, we've done for the last hour. Or so. I've been vocal about my distaste for summoners relatively often, so I decided Tony is going to be a summoner this time around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's let's go down the card. Okay, Tony Ironsides, Master Living, MSU, all the same. She's now a six six on defense and willpower. Uh, move five, size two. So a little bit more defensive, probably because she's less interested about getting hit. Who knows? Um, <laughs> right off the bat, the the big thing, labor contract. After a friendly model that shares a keyword with this model drops a scheme marker, it may discard a card to summon a drudge into base contact with the dropped scheme marker. Mm-hmm. So she herself isn't necessarily the summoner. She just makes her entire crew summoners now. I mean... I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're we'll most get of, judges in a minute, but uh, yeah, you're you're more or less just limited to the cards in your hand and the limit of drudges, which is three. It yes, can, it can get dumb. Uh, momentum of a movement when it activates, it gains a gremlin token for each th- for every three friendly MNSU models in play. So there's usually kind of like an optimal build where you're trying to get drudges out to maximize maximize the amount of adrenaline you're getting turn one. Um, which we can maybe get into, but later let's keep going down the card. Pumped up, same as before. She's reducing her adrenaline to reduce damage. Cool. Standard. Stand together. Brutal. <laughs> friendly MNSU yeah. models within one inch of a friendly scheme marker are treated as having less than half their maximum health for the purposes of friendly effects. A mouthful, nice. but pretty much says that instead of letting your friendly models use their grit, regardless of how healthy they are, that says that they can use their grit, they are always getting the hard to wound from Fitzsimmons. As well as always drawing cards from Amina's ability that pushes them. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With obviously the limitation being they have to be within one inch of a scheme marker. Yeah. But you're putting out an absurd amount of scheme markers with this crew. And then, and then unionized as top. She lost three wounds, but obviously she's less of a tank and more of a support summoner pain in the ass thing. Yeah. She's still a pain in the ass, just in a different way, isn't she? A different pain in the ass. Uh, bag of card, picket line. Uh, same as Fitzsimmons now. She's stat six, almost always going to be on positives, built in. Mask trigger, uh, two, three, four damage. So not a lot of damage, but the mask trigger, which you can get either of. Uh, loyal follower says a friendly minion taking can take a melee attack action targeting the same model. So. Howard. For uh, the m- minion, not Howard. Not Howard. If it was Howard, this would be broken. It would be so dumb. It's still really good. You just got to make sure you have a minion nearby, and it's any minion, so you can go ahead and use a Mechaarachnids or Steamarachnid swarms, which have pretty good baseline attacks. 
But if you are using this, you're basically saying I have six attacks on my activation if I want. Yeah. Oh, and if they they hit, they give you an adrenaline token. Yay. (laughs) Fucking fucking adrenaline token. You forget. And then if you don't want to do that for some reason, you have reposition. So extra movement on Tony. Yeah. Great. Oh, I forgot the stand together thing. Also, if it applies to Tony, that means she's getting two adrenaline tokens from Mouse's bonus action. Shit, yeah. Because <laughs> it's friendly. MNSU is not other friendlies. Yeah. 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 yeah it's so decent. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so excited for this model. I'm so happy. It's just bringing me back to the reveal episode where I got to gush about her. Oh, gushy is yeah. the exact right word. Man. Very gushy. Yeah. Just the gushiest. <laughs> uh, whose side are you on? 10-inch range attack. No sign. Needs a stat. I mean, it has a stat of 6. Targets willpower. Hooray, she has another willpower targeting attack. Target suffers damage equal to the number of friendly models within 3 inches of it, which is friendly to you, specifically. To a mm. maximum of 4. Then, if the target has half or less of its maximum health, draw a card. Um, one, you can definitely guarantee models are going to be within three inches of it. And two, most things that are taking four damage are going to be at half health. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're not, you hit them again, they're going to be at half health. <laughs> uh, a lovely draw out secrets trigger that's not built in, that's on a tome. Drop a ski mark in a base contact with the target, which means you can summon another drudge, which will then be within three inches of it, which will bump up the attack damage if you aren't already at the max of four. Jeez, yeah. Yep, and then galvanize on a mask that gives another friendly model within three inches of this model focused, which could be a friendly uh, minion, which then can use that focused on an attack that you give it from picket line if you want. Say, I don't know. Uh, do you know who? Do you know who's also a a, a, a minion, a gunsmith? Admittedly, they aren't going to be able to declare their triggers, but if they're on a focus, you're likely hitting that four or five damage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to play against this, Doug, to be honest with you. Um, it gets worse. Not anytime soon. <laughs> it, gets, it gets so much worse. Uh, uh, tactical actions. Here we go. Spark of Revolution. Uh, once per activation, target a ski marker within six inches of Tony Ironsides. Push the marker to two inches in any direction and drop a ski marker into base contact with it. Then remove the target. So if you have a ski marker out there, you can move it. And because of the place you're getting about three inches of extra distance on where you want so you can basically just put this in the exact spot you need to score but also it gives you another opportunity to summon a drudge yeah you could uh, mm-hmm. couple that up with the um how was it the union miner that had the drop two scheme markers yep yeah so they can get it what three inches up and then you can push it another two inches there mm remove it and drop another one so get a drudge off the miner get a drudge off this <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 this is yeah. Uh... and okay uh the reason for why it's one spray activation at least as i understand it rally cry uh ram trigger friendly models within three inches of the mark you drop heal two nice considering very nice, how though. much you like to bubble up that's usually multiple models healing so that's the reason i understand be a one spray activation and search yeah. on its own if you've got that. So a little bit of card draw. Hooray. Will of the Union is her bonus action and is it's good. It's very good. It's it's the, the thing that you are doing with her that is the 
biggest impact on the board by far. Discard up to three adrenaline tokens and choose an equal number of friendly MNSU models within range. 10 inch range from her is most of the board. <laughs> if a chosen model within three inch is within three inches of another friendly model, it may move up to two inches. So free a little bit of movement. Then all chosen models may take a non-charge general action. This is, this is really good. That's very, very good. It's really good. good. And I realize some people will be like, well, I can't, take an attack and i can't take a tactile and i can't take a charge is what's so good about this well one um you can put three models within range of a model you want to do whose side you're on you are on for the three damage you can um just run something in the board real quick i've used this on a couple occasions to launch captain basically into my opponent's crew turn one because for him, that's eight inches of free movement. Pushing three models and getting them all to drop a scheme marker at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I was going to get into that. So you could summon literally, you could literally summon all of your drudges on one bonus action. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Plus that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the scoring, not the summoning the drudges. Yeah. Oh. No, it's it's great for scoring because it'll put down scheme markers, or you can just walk them. So again, seven, eight inches of movement. You don't want to spend AP on. Great. Yeah. Or you can yeah. you can concentrate as well. Yeah, I'd say three focus out there for the cost of a bonus action that you don't yeah. even have to pay for. It's just your adrenaline tokens. Mm-hmm. It's a bit harder for it to get to get adrenaline as opposed to regular Tony. Yeah, but yeah. if your opponent is not pressuring her enough to spend those on keeping her alive, she is just changing the entirety of the board state on her activation. Well, she's still getting. So she's getting one for every three models in play rounded up at the start of her activation. Uh-huh. So that's probably three there at the start yes. of her activation. Mouse is giving her one as well. Two. Because she's probably within one inch of a scheme marker. Two. Yeah, yeah. So she's getting five there at uh-huh. the start of her activation. Plus one if she gets picket line going. Yeah. Or plus three even if you spend your entire activation on picket line, which isn't the worst thing to do. So I think she's getting the tokens more passively isn't she yes she's not working as hard for the tokens no what about the drudges then they are they cost they're 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 okay <laughs> the sation <laughs> for, for arcanists they, they have a lot they do have a lot of views um i'm sorry i was just distracted by how gorgeous this lady on the card is um. <laughs> <laughs> the drudge well, cost I mean... two Minion three. Yeah, I, I'm hoping you were mean Tony and not the Drudge there. Um, both. Both. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I, I, I'm not worthy of Tony, so let's just let's leave <laughs> that set with the Drudge. <laughs> drudge cost two. Yes, I'm worthy of the the cost two minion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, defense four, willpower three, move four. It's it's not good. It's not a good stat line. But again, they cost two, and you're getting them for the cost of a card. Yeah. Dependable is their main action, which says when they move, well, like if a scheme marker would be removed and their base contact with the scheme marker, they can just say, no, it's not getting removed. And when they move, they can drag the scheme marker with them. So suddenly all of your scheme markers can be mobile if you want them to. Craziness. For, for a free model, it costs two. It's an absolutely amazing ability. That yes, it is. They they're insignificant because if they could scheme, they would be broken again. Yeah, <laughs> they are mindless, so they will not be able to activate once you summon them. But 
next turn they'll just be able to haul ass and move or if you summon them you can still move them with tony's bonus action so they can still walk four inches and bring the scheme marker with them you know if you needed that scheme marker really really freaking far away <laughs> so okay, hold on let's do the math so she has a union miner next to her union miner throws a scheme marker out three inches plus the base of the scheme marker is more or less four tony pushes that marker two inches yeah, there's another spark of revolution. Two inches, which gets us six inches, plus another marker, which is the length of the base. So we're up to seven inches. Summons a drudge. Then on the bonus action, has the drudge move four inches, plus the length of the base of the drudge if they put it on the other side of them. So it's like 11 inches, 12 inches out. Scheme marker? Uh, it's not too bad. No, it's not. It's not too bad. Pretty for very fucking little work. Yeah, I mean, so, some there there are some masters that can like put scheme markers next to models they shoot at, which is it's good. But one, you have to hit. This doesn't require yeah. what your opponent's doing. And two, they can't remove the marker until they kill the drudge. Yeah, yeah. Unionize, which makes them harder to kill than they probably should be. Plus, if they're within <laughs> six of Fitzsimmons, one, they're almost they're definitely guaranteed to be within one inch of it. So. Uh, they are at hard to wound and armor one for a cost a model that cost a card. Jesus, yeah, yeah. You forget about that side <laughs> of it because the because the dual faction with Syndicate as well. You forget how tanky they can actually be with the MNSU. Mm-hmm. So kind of difficult to remove. Uh, <laughs> melee attack actions, nothing to write home about. Stat four can gain a positive on the attack. It's sort of like uh, picket line, but it's a one two four damage track instead. Yeah. Um, with galvanize so if you manage to get that attack off and you've got a, a mask then you're canning out focus plus one to another model and uh their tactical actions stand together which is it's just it's just it's good just yeah. pulls out a, a healing of one two models within three inches of it um still requires a six but obviously that's that could be a decent amount of healing depending on who's playing and goon squad does not apply to you so don't worry about it <laughs> just ignore it yep so the only thing for their price of progress really is that galvanize oh yeah yeah for... i completely forgot about price of progress <laughs> <laughs> i mean you can I only never. use it twice but yes if you yeah. want to get that galvanize off and you're pretty sure you're going to hit the mall because i know a gunsmith put them down to defense one yeah yeah go ahead and get get your galvanize off who cares yeah. if you die because you're just going to be summoned back so easily yeah yeah you'll just get another one back straight away <laughs> awesome so what's uh what's tony good at then what's your if what stream scheme strategies would you take tony into over another master really oh uh, since you have this version of tony you can take her into all of them yeah. all, all oh, nice. strategies and uh, because of how gg2 is there's a lot more emphasis on schemes yeah. So I would actually say the title version right now is more powerful than the tank version. Really? Yeah. Again, just because there's a lot more emphasis on schemes in the scheme pools. Pretty much no matter what strategies and schemes came down, you'd be fairly confident. It's depends, it also it. depends on who my opponent's declaring, because if I know I need to go toe-to-toe with someone, obviously the tank's coming out. Yeah. Because yeah. I can still play that well. But yeah. without judging based on my opponent's keyword, then yeah, that's what I'm basing it on. Also, like if I'm in corner, the only one who's 
title Tony's just better at corner. She can spread yeah. out better. You fucking love this new title, Tony, don't you? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> the dredges, like the other thing is the dredges also act as like extensions of unionized. So that can your bubble doesn't have to be as tight this time around. Uh, yeah, can, true. Yeah, I can tell you that. I can also say and uh, tell you that uh, Syndicate also reelects the drudges as well. Yeah, because they like unionized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, um, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to be worth hiring into regular Tony because you can't summon them, and they're super squishy. So your opponent can kill them because they're also not getting like the hard to wound. So any min. Okay, I just about said min four, but then I realized what I was saying. The, but two attacks is probably going to bring him down. Yeah, definitely. And and at that point, you lose the, the ability for them to extend your range of your unionized and they cost two so let's be honest here that is the price of an upgrade and our upgrades are really damn good yeah i was gonna say that you'd rather take an upgrade on someone else than uh-huh. take one of those no that's okay that fisticles tony is perfectly fine with what she has <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't need them she doesn't need them and yeah. um, i think that about leads us to another advert break uh we've waffled on long enough really and when we come back uh we'll talk about what kind of things we take to shut down that list, um, what kind of things Tony fears, and then favourite moments using the crew and against the crew, and, of course, the scoring. So uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Barry Stott, and does this sound like you? After a long day in the mines, I just can't be bothered to cook. After chasing down so many witches, the last thing I want to do is roast a chicken. If this sounds like you, you should get the Langston 3000 Steam Cooker! It cooks, it cleans, it steams, it does everything you need. Just put the meat in, and bam, casserole, bam, roast chicken, bam, hot dog. It's amazing. The pattern pending steam nipples help you get some meat at the exact right temperature for you. But don't just take my word for it, listen to these reviews. Oh, the Langston 3000 steam cooker is simply amazing. I never have to go hungry again. I just like fire! Fire, 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 fire! But steam's good as well! With the Langston Steam 2000, I can cook enough potato and Wiener schnitzel to feed an entire army! Ha ha ha! Fantastic! Get yours today from your local Steam Mart! What are you waiting for? Also, the first 1,000 customers today will receive the Langston Cookbook with awesome recipes like shish kebab crab and borgus. I'm Howard Langston, inventor of the Langston 3000 steamer, and I was born into steam, molded by it, and now you can adopt it for cooking. What are you waiting for? Get the Langston 3000 cooker today! Thank you. 
And welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. I'm your host Doug. As always, with me are some people from a different country. <laughs> Tom and Hello. Tom. Tom and Tom. Hello, I'm Tom. And I'm and Tom. Tom. Also. <laughs> <laughs> now we're, we're back on the Harlefo show. Really. Back on the Harlefo show. So Doug's gushed about Tony for two hours. How she's so amazing. She can go into. Any scenario, any strat, any scheme, and you'll have absolutely no problems with her. But what what does she fear, Doug? What would someone take to shut Tony down? Stunned. Stunned, yeah. Yeah, I, admittedly, that is obviously a lot more first Tony as opposed to the title. And the title one can get by on stunned pretty well. Yeah. And honestly, that's the, it's a godsend because there's a lot more stunned in the game after this wave. <laughs> Yeah, but even is, if yeah. even if you're bringing it and you you still are facing um, Union President Tony, the rest of her crew also really really likes their triggers, so you're yeah. still shutting those things down. Like a gunsmith without its triggers is not nearly as good at all. Yeah, you're getting half the attacks off mm-hmm. if you're going for that way of things, aren't you? Yeah. What about armor armor reduction or I suppose irreducible damage? Yeah, that that'll do it as well. But yeah. you're still facing a negative flip if it's a ranged attack because the the concealment's usually up with yeah, Howard yeah. or or like like Captain can also put it up with his wind wall. So um, basically, you need a model that ignores concealment, does irreducible damage, and gives out stun. Melee irreducible damage. So cool. If if everyone has everyone can hire Joss, right? Pretty much. Everyone yeah. in the game can hire Joss. That's, that's yeah, yeah, he's, okay. he's universal versatile. <laughs> Universatile. <laughs> um, she also does not like... She likes repositioning her opponent. She does not like her crew getting repositioned. Yeah. If you can play the movement game, pull things out of that union uh, unionized bubble, they're going to die very quick. Very quick. <laughs> you get to do a little dance as they do. But, um, I mean, the last thing you can do to mitigate playing against her is just ignore her. Yeah. Um, Try and run around that bubble, basically. Only feed her models that you're okay with dying or have a way of escaping themselves. Also, use concealment on your own. She hates concealment. Because <laughs> if she's having to focus to use or burn soul stones to ign- negate that negative on her bring it, she becomes considerably less efficient. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to kick shit out of her next time I play against her. Thanks to all of that. We're just going to fuck her up next time we play against her. Blasts and shockwaves as well. Um, Stuff that targets movement, because you're not getting the positive flips and your defense trigger means nothing. So Jackdaw is usually actually pretty hard for her without Elijah being a huge pain in the ass for Jackdaw. Yeah, Jackdaw is a pain in the ass for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite moment using tony it's probably hard to narrow it down to just one but uh, a standout moment that you remember um i mean i almost nearly tabled like a ulix player from england at one point um you fucking i'll <laughs> 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 oh, tell you what i'll tell you what hey. Doug, it's so great in it knocking those fucking those ulix players out Fucking love it. I'm with you there, pal. I have one specific situation, one that's happened multiple times that just feels really good, and the one that happens multiple times that just feels really good is getting to a point where I scheme run with Howard Langston. Yeah. 
just like the, most just of the, flex the on yeah, that. most of the crew <laughs> is dead or just too far away and it's like oh i need someone to go run out and he's actually kind of fast so go howard put out that skeet marker buddy <laughs> um the like the the crowning moment of like this is tony ironsides is um playing against seamus seamus focused because she was in concealment shot her flipped severe damage and she took none of it (laughs) (laughs) she ate eight damage uh two from the captain i actually brought the captain on this one from fitzsimmons um three from adrenaline and then she stoned for two yeah fucking hell (laughs) the shameless player was crying quite angry. I mean, that's a decent amount of resources, but still, Jesus, eight damage. <laughs> and did you get an adrenaline off the back of that as well? Because you defensive yeah, trigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't shoot her in the head. You only make her mad. <laughs> cool. Well, that'll normally leave on to the, uh, the worst moments facing against Einstein's for me and Courtney. You've already covered mine. Thanks, Doug. It was uh, pretty much getting tabled by a just pulling all my pigs in. Not not even the ones that I wanted to feed her, just the pigs I didn't want to feed her, pulling them in and just beating the shit out of those as well. It was really not good. Yeah. What about you, Courtney? Have you got any bad moments facing against Tony? Um, I don't I don't think I've ever played against Tony, actually. You played with Tony. I played you? with Tony. Yeah. I've never actually played against Tony. Any good moments playing with Tony then? Um I think there was a time when I beat the shit out of this guy that was playing Ulix. I think it was one of you fucking cunt as well. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to move on now to the uh, highly sophisticated scoring system, which we always use. We rank everything on one to five, uh, mm-hmm. five being full-on scale, one being very un-full-on scale. Uh, I'll describe that better in a moment. But we start with learning curviness, how easy it is to get to grips with the crew. So... In that case, five would be really easy to get to grips with. One would be quite hard. Shenanigan-iness, the amount of shenanigans. So five is full-on shenanigan-iness. One is very simple. Hiring pooliness, how big of a pool of models there is to choose from. So five is there's a massive amount. One is you pretty much take the same crew every time. And then dickishness, how annoying the crew is to play against. Five being the big, massive dick. One being a tiny little micro penis. Um, and this is against the model, not the player, as always. So, Doug, you score the first three. Learning curviness, how easy is it to get to grips with Tony? Okay, learning curve, reverse bell curve. Definitely, this is the first time I'm saying that phrase. Um, still that, so we're going to go with three because it l- looks kind of difficult to begin with, just keeping the bubble and the auras up. Yeah. Making sure everything's safe and it's it's nice place and you're not stepping on people's toes. Activation control is a big like not activation control or activation order is a big yeah, thing often not tripping up on your own yeah, models and sometimes yourself in. howard will just block uh, an entire lane and he went first so nothing else can get around him crap like that <laughs> <laughs> and once you get going along with that it's 
a relatively easy crew to understand. You hit things, you take lots of hits back and forth. And yeah. then it goes back up in complexity when you start dipping into the control side of things, breaking up key aspects of your opponent's models, knowing what to bring in, what to not bring in, what you need to just let go and let your opponent score, what you yeah. need to kill, um, all that stuff. It becomes a little bit more complicated again. It's just a lot of reps, and then you start getting pretty good with her. And still on a turn-to-turn decision basis, you have a lot of options you need to weigh. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the back of the cards are a lot more simple than the front of the cards. Yeah, yeah. the basic actions themselves aren't that difficult, mm-hmm. but the way everything interacts with each other is a lot to take in. So I suppose that ties in nicely with shenanigininess. So how many? <laughs> how shenaniginy is she? One being not much, and five one being, being very lot. simple. Five being loads of tricks and combos and mad things. I guess we we'll say a, a, maybe a three again. Yeah. Well, no, that goes up. That goes up to four with the title. Yeah, yeah. Fair dues. I guess that like titles you can be. I can just do these numbers again just for the title because it changes the gameplay enough. But well, well, we'll keep previous being three, and then we'll say a four for shenaniganess because they're so different and have a decently different play style that you almost have to relearn the crew. Not quite. If you need to use decimal points, go for it because we just we make these numbers up. Every week. If you need a three point six and then like a four point two, I'll say I'll say a four is fine. People probably who play a lot more masters than I do can probably say that I'm wrong, but I figure that's pretty good considering I only play this master. Oh, I don't only play this master; it is my go-to master most of the time. Yeah. Um. And that's what I've been able to eke out from them is actually a good amount of trickery. You just have to think about it and utilize your tools well. Um, yeah. Uh, hiring pooliness. How big of a pool of models do you choose from normally with Tony? Uh, I mean, there were a lot. Okay. Mentioned before. I mentioned before, but when it comes down to it, you only have nine MNSU models in total, which is a very small pool. Yeah. With the exception yeah. of like Seamus, I think it is the smallest number in the game. There are a lot of yeah. there are a lot of keywords that have nine, but it's it's not a lot of models. Yeah. You need to study and figure out what in the keyword works well with her, which is a good amount of stuff. So it's a one. If you just think about the keyword, I'd say it's probably a, almost a three, maybe even a four. If you look at all the stuff, because she's a bit of a force multiplier for a lot of things out of keyword, anything with an aura, she can make use out of more than a lot of other masters in the arcanist as well as anything that it gets a lot of value if you can just sit still and hit things a bunch of times she also amplifies that as well awesome Uh, so that leads us on to dickishness which me and courtney get to score Uh, so i'll let you go first courtney uh dickishness what do you reckon i don't i think with tony you see you get what you you get what exactly what says in the tin yeah i think there isn't a massive amount of like gotchas or anything like that. It's it's very. I think it's very quite. It's it, you. You there's not. She's not going to like teleport next to your master in the, de- the deployment fit, uh, zone and go. Nothing personal, kid. While she just kills your entire career or anything like. <laughs> you know exactly what's going to happen. So I'd say one actually. I don't think she's very dickish at all. Really. 
I would say Howard. Yeah, I mean Howard's like I mean Howard's on a completely different level anyway. But yeah. you know exactly what Howard's going to do. It's not. I want to say I'm one or two, one point five point two six. Perfect. I mean that's if that's I, what I'm going to go with. If I may say, uh, I can see like low on the dickishness of one or two, uh, much higher on the frustration level. Because yeah, a lot of times yeah, yeah. it's not a surprise. It's not like oh god that happened. It's like oh god here we go again. Yeah. That's sure. that's what I was gonna say. It's I'd, I'd give a low on the dickishness because there is no, there's, there's no gotchas or anything like that. But it is just like punching water. Hmm. Um, if you if you're playing as Ulix, like punching water. Yeah, it's like punching water. Have you ever tried I've punching underwater? I've never heard. I've never heard that phrase. Why would I want to punch underwater? Exactly. Punching. Exactly. We never had an underwater mean, fight, Courtney. What have you been doing? Attacking sharks? No, we used to have a game called... Um... <laughs> I can't even fucking say it. a game where we were kids and we dive in a pool and meet in the middle and then try and have a fight underwater and the first one who got went up to the surface lost. Huh. What the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> even, okay. Even, even Doug's... You fucking confused Doug now. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be terrible at that game. I do not have lung capacity whatsoever. <laughs> it's not just that. Get, I mean, getting punched underwater doesn't hurt, but trying to punch underwater at the same time. It, yeah, that's where you got to choke people if you're underwater. Everyone knows that. <laughs> no, but that's not fair. That wasn't the game, Douglas. That wasn't the game. <laughs> Choking someone who can't even breathe in that particular instance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were shit at someone. your game. You were just, sh- you're just playing around. Me and Jug, we'd go for the throat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's about the most off-topic we've gone. But yeah, it's low on the dickishness <laughs> scale. Uh, high on the frustration scale, like punching underwater. If anyone here has ever had an underwater fight, please let me know that I'm not alone in this. <laughs> if you ever fought underwater yeah. against another human being, I'm a shark. <laughs> let us know. Yeah, especially let us know if you fought against a shark. Yeah, we'd love to, we'd love to know that. <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, that leads us to the final pitch, Doug. So, if you were trying to talk someone into playing Tony, what would you say? She's an absolute badass, deciding to bring fists to a gun, sword, magic, claws, robot fight. Um, she is the protagonist of Malifaux, uh, obviously the greatest character. Um, yeah. She is an absolute tank and has a lot of different ways that she is a tank like you everyone's i would think compare her to hoffman in the same crew hoffman is also a bubble crew but hoffman almost exclusively relies on the armor to be a tanky bubble crew where hers is a bunch of different things layered on top of each other and she's just a lot of fun if you want to hurt things (laughs) frustrate your opponent a little bit Yep. Um, yep. The the game st- the play style usually kind of devolves into and it. I love the game of Malifaux. I love that you can have crews that are focused mostly on scoring and not combat. But this is very much a I'm going to wipe most of your crew out. Turns two and three, and then four and five, I can do whatever I want, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, they split off after that. Yeah, Howard Langston does some scheme running. Fucking Howard Langston. Right, that's enough talking about <laughs> yeah. Howard Langston. So normally now we talk about a bit of what we're up to and what's coming up in the future at the moment. So, so what are you up to at the minute, Doug? Are there any crews you're painting at the minute? Anyone you're looking forward to using in the future? Apart from Tony, because we've talked enough about her. Um, I'm 
my other like really big go-to master is Karis. Yeah. Um. Actually, oh, the Tom's just had a Karis crew yeah, painted. The reason I bring her is actually she is the crew I take into Wedge. Yeah. Which doesn't. I don't think a lot of people quite would understand that. You'd think you'd take Ironsides into Wedge, but my my Karis is like turbo alpha put as much burning and injured on your opponent like one or two activations into turn one as possible which is a lot of fun i like we have we've got tom back here you're tom again now aren't you oh, yeah okay. <laughs> <This isn't talking. laughs> you're the same person uh, i also like uh, playing our uh mayfang just she's been kind of weak third edition but the new time oh, i've had a lot of success with may in third really edition. okay yeah, I, I think yeah. i feel like i just happened to luck into going against hard counters to her and she has a lot of hard counters. right i uh, like right. Uh, fucking von stuck holy hell um uh, yeah, yeah but as far as painting goes um i'm going through a lot of stuff that i did like a quick batch of for a tournament and actually putting the detail on them right um, so i think real specifically i'm making a very nice slightly sweaty neil henry um. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know how. A bit of gloss varnish here. Gloss there. varnish. It's it's fun to just slather gloss varnish on things and make them uncomfortably sweaty. My Bonasuva is uncomfortably sweaty. It's great. I need a picture of that. <laughs> I will. I will. I will send you a picture of that after this. <laughs> what uh, about you, Courtney? What are you? What have you got on the table at the minute? You know exactly what I've got on the table. At the I minute. do. I it's, just want you to say it. it's it's. Oh, I've become a convert of uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah, we we oh, dipped I our know. toes into that, haven't we? For a now, little bit. So nice. We I'm are still main in Malifaux. This is just a little fling that's going on. Yeah, like Moonstone. I've been. I, I, I'm poor now, so. <laughs> Uh, I, other than that, I'm actually getting stuff ready because we're going for we're going to a tournament, aren't we? Yeah, well, we've got a single master tournament that single single master is that the right word fixed master that's the word because everything's yeah. single master in the uk so i'm planning <laughs> to take um i'm planning to take jedsa to it are you going with jedsa now i didn't know if you'd made up your mind completely on yeah because jonathan stole nexus because that's what he does he just goes ah, yeah. around yeah picking people's crews and painting them so the most powerful oh, one geez, we never did <laughs> talk about dual masters did we no, because we don't, that's Cause we don't talk about Joel Masters, Douglas, because they don't it's exist. not a thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Stop talking crazy, Doug. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forget you don't play the game of Malifaux. You play this some sort of watered-down We played the version. proper game. Look. We played on hard mode. Wade's going to wake up from the fever dream and realize that that was a complete and utter mistake. You'll be We're fine. Play Duel Masters, you cowards. <laughs> Don't want to. Bleep him out. Bleep him out, Chris. That's going to get bleeped out. We're getting rid of that. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I need to get my Jetsa stuff ready yeah. um, for it. Um, because I, I mean, I love Jetsa. So. And I think with with her second master, she's kind of can take on pretty much anything now as well. Yeah, it'll so, be interesting um, to see what they say for the tournament in terms of, cause, although it's fixed master, whether they yeah, let... Yeah, well, I'm, I'm assuming that you can just take like both versions, but... Um, we'll see what they say. It's end of January, so the official stuff should be out then. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll mm. see what they say. Well, um, yeah, I've been flirting with Marvel as well at the minute. I bought some X Men back when they got released, but I only got to play my first game of Marvel like a month ago. Yeah. Um, and since then, we've all pretty much had a good go at Marvel and spent a lot of money on things we shouldn't have spent a lot of money on. But I think this is seeing us through until all the new second masters and that start dropping really, and then we'll have yeah. 
Malifaux I just want, things to burn. I just want the Malfour Burns but but Bones. But Bones Bone book. Yeah, Malfour Burns book to come out on PDF so I can actually read the bloody thing. Yeah, yeah. You can check um, it very soon. You're just gonna Gen Con and got it there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Flown to America. You know. <laughs> Middle of a pandemic. Unfortunately, I yeah, couldn't yeah, make yeah. King Kong. Yeah. <laughs> we do, I do want to go one year. I need to do my best to go one year. It was great. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm still torn at this tournament because I was thinking I was thinking Mara or Mayfeng for the easy ride because I know what I'm doing with either of those two. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm thinking Ophelia 2 now um, because I've got a. And she's good all round, but it means I'm pretty much gonna have to put in some reps with her before then and finish disgusting. painting her up. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I know, I know, but there's some. <laughs> Although I, I joke that I, I want the spoon and I'm playing for the spoon, I don't really want the spoon. I'd like to do better than very last. Well, time. Mind. the only time I ever been to, I got the spoon. I was <laughs> going to suggest if you can't decide between Ma or May, uh, play Sparks. Oh yeah, love Sparks. <laughs> Sparks is the real master in both those crews. <laughs> Sparks is. If Sparks amazing. could get Howard Langston, then that'd be even better. It'd be the perfect crew, wouldn't it? Sparks could. No, Howard's not. He couldn't. Angry. He couldn't take Howard Langston, but he could be in the crew with Howard Langston. Yeah, he yes. could be, but you can't take him, which is no. what we're talking about. Sad Good. Enough. I wouldn't want to take Howard. Filth. Absolute <laughs> filth. Absolute <laughs> filth. <laughs> Cool. Well, that wraps most of it up. Doug, everyone who's listening to this probably knows who you are, but if they don't, where can they find you and how can they find you? Hi, I'm Doug from Steam Powered Scoundrels, the Malfo podcast. We talk about Malfo, kind of. Uh, <laughs> the most <laughs> random. Talk about shipping and. Uh... Yeah, we talk about all the stuff that's involved with like community and fandom and other stuff like that, and occasionally yeah. talk about gameplay. On we we've got a format for gameplay, and everything else is about like butts and who's kissing who and weird yeah. inane questions that you just have to come up with an answer for when you're four drinks in. Yeah, the uh, questions you never knew you needed to know the answer. <laughs> Some of the questions that you wish you didn't hear the answers to. Um, yeah, Malfa, just look up Steam Powered Scandals on most most pod things will we'll have us. Um, yeah, give us a listen if you think that's your thing. If you're really just into it for the crunchy game stuff, don't don't bother. You're not gonna have fun. With this. <laughs> we don't want you. We don't have want fun with this. I've got it. No, it's probably not gonna come out on. Like, I've got a tournament in two weeks. I don't think you're gonna have this out by then, are you? I'm gonna try, mate. But if okay. not, who, I, who I, are you taking? Um, I'm running it. Oh, you're running it? Yeah, I run almost all the events in our area. It, it's just fine. I ring quite often, so. Oh, good. Yeah, probably just bringing Tony because I don't have to think about it. <laughs> But yeah, that'll You've be our... also got a Discord as well, though. Yeah, go and join, so... join our Discord. It's actually pretty pretty popular. We talk about a lot of things besides Malifaux. Like... Yeah, that's it. there's a really good, nice community on there. And um, and it, although you do talk about Malifaux, it's not all the power creep kind of what's the most meta list I can bring and stuff like that. It is the um, which, two, we are... <laughs> which two masters you think are most likely to fuck. We, are like currently, we currently have DZ Lairgard, the guy who made the app, He's working yeah. on a bot that will generate a random ship for you, as well as a random bedwed behead. Yeah, I've seen those going on, and some of the some of the ones that are coming out are crazy. We have fun. <laughs> we have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I'm mainly in the ship posting channel on there, by the way. If anyone needs yeah. to find me, um, but we also have a TNG 
Productions Discord now as well. So if you follow the Harlefo Show on Twitter or TNG Productions on Twitter, you should have seen a link to the Discord. I'll try and post it more regularly. So come in on there. Um, we have got separate pages for other game systems apart from Malifaux on there. But there is the Harlefo section. There's a small Marvel Crisis Protocol section now. <laughs> Moonstone, Guild Ball, uh, other assorted games that you might see on the TNG Productions YouTube channel. Yeah, come and have a chat on there if you want as well. And again, we're not gamey power gamers. If you come in and ask what's the most powerful model, you can say, you probably say, I don't have a fucking clue, mate, to be honest. With you. We'll tell you something, but it's not going to be right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fact, we'll probably troll you. <laughs> Take Wong as much as I love him. <laughs> fucking hell. Fucking hell. Wong one, at the very least. Wong two seems a bit better. His thing's all right. At least they based yeah. him off Tim, and I love Tim. So, um, yeah, I think that takes us nicely to the end of the show. So thank you very much, Douglas. It's been an absolute pleasure finally recording this bastard episode. Yeah, the that first definitely the first time we attempted this. Definitely the first time we recorded it uh, and didn't lose, but definitely also the best version of this recording that we've done, even though it's the only recording we've done. Yes, uh, absolutely. Thank you for Courtney to coming as well. You, thank you to me as well. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much have to anyway. because Yeah, exactly. It's in your job I mean, title. Um, yeah, exactly. It'd be, and, kind, uh, it'd be kind of weird Tom, just two Tom, of us. Tom, yeah. Tom beats me if I don't turn up. So. <laughs> and then he doesn't turn up himself, does he? So yeah, exactly. A big fuck you to Tom for not coming on. Fuck you, Tom. And uh, thanks to everyone. Wait, who yeah, that were three Toms. We're three Toms on this podcast. Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> We'll see you all soon. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 Well, thank you for listening to the Harlefo Show. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, drop us a tweet on the Twitter at Harlefo Show. Also, you can chuck us some money on Patreon at TNG Productions to help us keep making this amazing content. Also, get some exclusive freebies like dice and t-shirts and other amazing things. Check out the show notes for all the info. So once again, thank you for tuning into the Harlefoe Show. Please come back next time for more fucking nonsense. Bye! Oh, fuck. Accidentally yanked on my headphone cord. Yeah.